0: Coming up on TMS, I like my cabbage al dente. How's that vagina treating you? Eh, Just get a tube and rub it the old-fashioned way. Branch Davidian, you know, from the office. I drink your oyster snot leftover blue light's special smell. Flummoxed by the old ways. First, find a child. All the books of face. Grid
1: space between cooked and mushy. Winders or sweat. Mellow neighbor Dave.
0: The parable of the ball of yarn. Vowel assassination with Amy. Looking up Fern's nipple with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
1: And so, my friends, it is with great pride that we dedicate this outstanding contribution to the solution of our ever increasing energy needs. That's what makes it so popular.
0: Those bastards are turning back. This is The Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Stream. It's TMS for Thursday, March 17th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ebbett. Happy, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, St. Patrick's Day, right? It was like, yeah, I thought for a second you were going to, like, make
1: some, you know, some something up. Like, uh, nope. Susan St. Patrick's Day or something like that,
0: right? No, nope, like, just uh, the good old-fashioned Irish doing Irish things. Yeah drinking themselves under the table doing whatever they do i guess
1: yeah I got up this morning uh, showered went to the closet said well what am i going to wear today oh there's only one thing i could possibly wear today and it's my ireland shirt which yep. has little little shamrocks on it yeah it's for the it's for the irish team there
0: i got very very few green things so i wore this i know mario i do shirt. too yeah. yeah so on here we got mario and his brother is green so it's good enough for me it's oh, is
1: that is that? So it's just little tiny Luigi on there. He's not even on there. Green-
0: He's not even on there. It's just like oh. Mar- it's just Mario on a cart, and his brother happens to wear green clothes. as close as I could get. Gotcha. So are you? Are you? Uh,
1: are you worried about getting pinched? I mean, that's the thing. This no. is the
0: day of the pinchings. No, it makes you feel alive when you get pinched. I'm not worried. <laughs> Bring it on! I say. That's what I yes. say. Yeah. Uh, Claire, be careful out there. We understand they shut all your streets down. So. Uh,
1: yeah, that's probably the, for the best.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, you know, I thought about having Lucky Charms. I passed. Not really into milk these days. <laughs> uh, what else? There's no other way to really celebrate it here. Oh, uh, Kim might make some um, the the corned beef. Uh, yeah, stuff.
1: We yeah, we did that last night. The uh, corned beef and cabbage
0: in yeah. the instant pot.
1: Mm. Oh, so good! And the the cabbage wasn't all like like flimsy and wilty. It kind of felt like it was a little bit. Um, blanched, like it was still had a little bit of a tooth to it, little little crispness to it.
0: Yeah, oh, it's great. That's what you want. You want that that yeah. weird that weird uh, firmest, space between yeah. firm and mushy.
2: There's yes, a there's a exactly.
0: perfect place for it, but it's not. uncooked between uncooked and uh, overcooked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is exactly yeah. right. Well, that's good. I oh, that sounds really good. I mean, we we're probably going to do that tonight. It's been a little busy yeah. around here. We've had family in town all week. We've got uh, sure. some more happening next week. It's just a little nutty, but. I will say this mm-hmm. good for the soul is time spent well spent with a nephew. And I just wanted Aww. to share this real quick. So uh, my nephew, Peter, uh, the youngest of my sister's kids, uh, is a very interesting kid. Um, he is one of the most unique kids I've ever met in personality. Just, He's got crazy long hair. He's got more energy than any kid I've ever seen um he's really smart like just a crazy cool kid and um they were here last night Cool. and i'm like hey dude you want to play some video games oh yeah 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 because his, <laughs> his brothers were off at the jazz game uh getting or actually they beat the bulls last night and all i would say to that was where were you in 97 what was going on there <laughs> Yeah. That's because Michael Jordan was there. Anyway,
1: exactly. Yeah, that's kind of a big difference. I hold a, I, <laughs> bulls I, then, bulls now. <laughs> I
0: still, I still hold a very dark grudge about those those years. Uh, but anyways, so uh, he wanted to start with something old. So we played uh, joust on the on the ever or not evercade. What's it called? The the little short arcade. Arcade. Whatever that's called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we played that for a while, and he and he seemed flummoxed by the old ways. You know. <laughs> It seemed like a really a really ancient artifact to him, which I guess it is. Uh, sure, wow, but he
1: but he was like into wanting to do some retro stuff. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, he was into that, so we played that a little bit. Then we played Rampage. He could not make <laughs> heads or tails of Rampage; just could not figure it out. <laughs> So then we thought, I you know what? I
1: that's like the easiest game, right? Because it's just like climb buildings, destroy buildings, eat yep. people, stomp on cars.
0: Exactly. So then we thought, yeah. well, why don't we move to a modern console? Let's go over to the Series sure. X over here and see what we got. So we fired up this game called uh, that I really like called Bombslinger. It was a little discovery I made while we were doing our coverage of um, uh, uh, Bomberman.
1: Bomberman? Mm-hmm.
0: And it's very similar to that, except it's set in the Old West. It's got this cool pixely style. You're this uh, grungy old cowboy who's an expert in bombs. But basically, it's Bomberman. Uh, Just kind of a a reimagining of Bomberman by this small indie team. It's a very good game and super cheap. It's like 10 bucks, and you can get it anywhere. So we fired that up and proceeded to have the most wacky hour and a half of game time I've had in a very long time. I recommend taking, finding some 10, 11-year-old a nephew. Go
1: to the grocery store, the mall, wherever. <laughs> Find a child.
0: Yeah, preferably one you're related to if you can swing it, okay? Uh, that'd be the best. Otherwise, people kind of <laughs> frown on this. But uh, but anyway, uh, he it was so much fun and so much laughter, and he was like jumping. I don't know how they have a couch at their house. It's got to be destroyed by now. We have to ask Wendy about that because he just is... Freaking out, so excited! It was so yeah. much fun. I needed this so bad. Oh god! Because you just when you game with adults all the time, you forget what it's like to have just like this wide-eyed ten-year-old like thing. And he didn't want to stop. And I'm like, well, your mom's coming, bud. You gotta go. And it was like you know, kind of getting late. It was like ten o'clock and late for him anyway. And you know, he had to get out of here. But I recommend it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Really good time. Oh, that sounds awesome. Wow, cool. It was really fun. Uh, Also, that game is great, and people should check it out. It's called Bombslinger.
1: Bombslinger. I like it.
0: Yeah, and there's a whole single-player mode where you're kind of like this pissed-off dude getting revenge for a gang that killed your wife. So you go back to your old dirty cowboy ways where you used to put bombs everywhere, and it's actually (laughs) pretty... It is
1: available on the Switch. Yeah, it's on the Switch. uh, It's on on Steam, of course. Is it... uh, What kind of platform uh, compatibility? Windows. So you got Windows or Switch is your choice.
0: Well, Xbox, PS3 as well. Or PS... PSA, PS3. Xbox
1: One. Oh, it says Macintosh. So the Macintosh version must not be
0: it's probably accessible via steam it might not be i wouldn't uh, maybe yeah. steam yes ma'am what do you need oh you came to pinch me carter ah, pinch me thank you carter gosh dang it are you she was in green? the chat
1: room and uh somebody suggested
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's top to bottom green right here all yeah, right well my, she's
3: smart the she's, rest of you know
0: my family takes this stuff seriously and they're all they all think you're some kind of hero in the chat, chat me do it. yeah i know they did they're uh, they're yeah. a real forceful yeah. bunch those they guys exactly Anyway, exactly. uh, hey, Brian, cool. what's going on today? Yeah. You doing anything fun?
1: Anything cool? Well, so as I mentioned, last night we did our corned beef and cabbage. We were going to do it tonight, but I decided uh, I still have, what? let me think here, uh, I've done about 10 rides, about nine rides, I guess I still have about 16 to do to get my 25-ride quota in before Sunday Ooh. for Lyft. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And really, I mean, what better night to drive... Than on St. Patrick's Night, right? So like you've got all these. I'm mean going up to Boulder for sure, um, and uh, gonna gonna just basically take college students to drown nights wherever they tend to be. Um,
0: oh, they call them drown nights. What's that? What, drown nights. Me?
1: Well, that's what we used to call them when I was in college. It's like just drown yourself in beer is what with uh, the in the uh, the terminology was for.
0: I gotcha. I assume the college yeah. kids today or this would be a big day for them, right? I,
1: this is probably a big day for them, yeah. especially this this time, because last year, lockdowns, I don't think, um, I think Boulder, the mall was kind of shut down with, uh, as far as stuff like that. Um, and then we were just getting into COVID the year before, so everyone was kind of on high alert and saying, hey, stay out of bars, don't, don't group in masses, wear sure. masks, all that sort of thing. So sure. I think these kids are kind of ready to, to cut loose. So I'm doing the take them to the bars times not the pick them up from the bars times. No, because I was gonna start drinking at like three in the afternoon and want to go home at six.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're not, I mean, they're, unless they're literally Irish people, and that stereotype is true, then you're probably okay. <laughs> right. But do you think there's any percentage chance somebody yaks in your car? Like it, it definitely oh, goes there's, up. There's, right? There's always a percentage. I mean, there's always a chance, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just feels like percentage wise, it's higher tonight than it would be normally. I think It's definitely you.
1: higher tonight, and I think that that is why I'm stopping early. Yeah, there's still a chance that somebody's gonna go drinking all day and, mm-hmm. and want to come home at four o'clock in the afternoon and Ralph all over the back seat. But yeah. I've got uh Scotch guard, I've got the uh the seats uh sprayed down, um and uh you know, I've got, I even went and picked up those little, like, they're like little barf bags, but you can kind of put them over. They have a ring, a plastic ring. Oh, and yeah. You can put them over as opposed to like holding a uh, a paper barf sack.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw those on some. Where did I? The last flight I took, I think, had the rings. Yes. And yeah. That's a
1: good that's way to. That's where I stole it. them. That's actually where I stole them from, is from planes.
0: <laughs> right. I think that was the flight yeah. where the Chinese student group, one of them started yakking in the middle of the flight. Oh no no no! That was my Mexico yeah. flight. Never mind. But I, it seems like they had a ring one, and that's good. You want a ring one? Get the it ring good.
1: one. Yeah, you get that closure. You get uh, like you get the the seal as much of a seal as you can possibly get.
0: Yeah, everyone needs closure. I say.
1: Yeah, there's no. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, there's no parades or anything up in Boulder, so it's still technically a school day. So for the most part, the students are going to be still going to class and stuff and uh,
0: nice we'll see we'll
1: see what it's like but I'm hoping for some good stories for next week since we're doing play date tomorrow I'm gonna save my stories even if even if there are good stories I'm not I'm not gonna waste them during playdate I'm gonna make sure that uh, they're part of the show on oh Monday
0: yeah don't spill that popcorn something. in that lobby we don't want that yeah, uh, yeah do exactly. you so normally let me ask you this normally if you yeah. weren't driving tonight this would be what a night over at crazy neighbors while you guys uh, watch you know, Dave go crazy you know
1: things Things have really mellowed out over there. Like, I don't know if they were visited by three ghosts in the middle of the night at some point and said, you must stop your wild ways and quit your drinking. Yeah. Um, Cause they have been a little ba humbug about the, uh, the party nights and stuff lately. So um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the crazy neighbors. I'll, I will say this though. We, we went to the mammoth game uh, this last Friday night and, and they it was really just crazy neighbor and me uh, and we did kind of go little nuts downtown we put away a whole you know maybe cover yours scott we put away a ton of oysters uh, even had one oh dude this one was a beaut this one had uh it was an oyster yeah covered with Uh, two kinds of uh, tobiko and salmon roe. So like three kinds of fish eggs, a raw quail egg, and scooped out innards of a uh, sea urchin. That sounds horrendous. (laughs) It was like a party in my mouth because it's all one bite. You can't can't nibble on that. You basically just have to say the whole thing's happening all at once.
0: Is it a raw boogery one or a cooked one?
1: Oh, no. Everything was uncooked. It was a raw boogery one.
0: Okay. Yeah. So down yeah. goes the boogery one.
1: Down yeah. goes the booger, covered with with more slimy stuff and a slimy thing on top of that. It was a freaking delicious.
0: It was how so do you, let me let me ask this: if it's just a yeah. single that's just a single shell, or is it like a whole plate yeah. of them? Okay.
1: No, no, no. That was just a single shell. That was uh, kind of a little bit of a. Uh, um, a splurge. That was a thirteen dollar one bite oyster with all oh, that stuff on there. That
0: was my next question. I just wondered what that yeah, goes for. It must be a yes. real specialty. For thirteen dollars $1
1: called the honeymoon oyster, and uh, uh, you the know, honeymoon oyster. Oh. It's called the honeymoon oyster. good like the their preparation is called the the honeymoon oyster. I put a photo of it up on uh, Twitter, and it's just gorgeous. But uh, you know, then we had some mussels. Those were cooked, obviously, and some. Um, uh, some octopus and some, uh, uh, what was it, crab, uh, uh, freshwater crab, or not freshwater crab, but like um, steamed crab and stuff. Um, Let's see here.
0: I'm just taking a look you at your finding picture. it there? I it didn't is. see Captain it. Chip oh, look doing. at that thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, I won't deny it looks good.
1: It's a beautiful piece of food. If, yeah. Even if you don't like any of the ingredients that make it, it is a beautiful yeah, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's it's not
0: ugly, uh, I can't get it to load right, it's not ugly cuisine.
1: No, but that, I'll say this, that uh, quail egg on top looks angry because of the um
0: chive oh, yeah, placement. Yeah, look at that, he's like, uh, what is it, oh, I'm, under, I'm on top of another booger again, Brr! Exactly, yes. Yeah, they're uh, not happy about it. I was it. comfortable in my shell, why'd you have to
1: crack me open,
0: Brr! So they always serve it in ice, I guess I knew that because I've had oysters, yeah. but. I forgot. Yeah, it's been so long. On a half shell. The only time... Uh, so we did that oh, yeah, and then
1: uh, went to the Mammoth game, but we did, you know, there was a lot of drinking and I'm, I'm worried about this weekend because tomorrow night there's another Mammoth game and his um, nephew and I guess it'd be brother-in-law and nephew are in town. No, I take that back. Nephew and, and brother are in town and um, he's going to want to like really rip it up. With them before the game, so it's we we got extra tickets for the game tomorrow night. He's gonna want to tear up the town and really show them.
0: Oh, this is how we do it, yeah.
1: Denver style. That's and,
0: right. Yeah. Matt, so, that's, so that's why things have calmed down over there. He's just he's saving up. He's saving up. Yeah, he yeah. basically
1: it is. It is like the. Let's bottle everything up so you can just explode. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope they're good and that she still likes <laughs> yacht rock. I'm really rockin'. glad
1: we're not recording film sack Saturday morning because I'm just worried that.
0: Oh yeah, you'll I'm be pretty. Be you'll be pretty bent out of shape, possibly, possibly. Yeah. Whatever. I think you hold your liquor pretty well. It's been my
1: experience. I do. I I know when to stop. I mean, there's even part of me that's saying, um, you know, maybe I'll be designated driver tonight so we can save money on. Uh, <laughs> on an uber Mm -hmm. i know that won't go over very well sure i'll get the whole like everything the whole night will be oh hey uh brian how's that vagina treating you You, uh (laughs) you you thirsty over there uh, diet coke you all right
0: yeah how's that 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 vagina treating that
1: is where he goes that's absolutely where he goes
0: freaking dave man yes well uh speaking of nothing like that uh, let's,
1: <laughs> speaking of, of
0: <laughs> speaking of something that's completely unrelated to that, let's do this. Yes. Oh, look who it is returning after a I hope a restful and fun vacation. It's Red Fraggle herself, Amy Robinson. Hello, how are you?
2: Hello, how
4: are you guys doing? Good, Hello.
0: good, good. Are you all recovered and well and everything's fine? I mean, you know, re- recovered as much as you can be from a fun vacation. You're probably a little pooped.
4: Oh my gosh. I, so I was saying in Discord earlier, I am so ready for TMS Vegas now because I, I have like nerd culture withdrawal. Oh. From, because like <laughs> it's, it was so much fun. I am, uh... I am paying for it a good bit because I don't know, if you've ever, you've seen, Brian has met me and like some people have seen pictures of me and whatnot. I am as pasty as you get. Like I'm <laughs> all the way on the, yeah, you sizzle when you yeah. when you go out in
1: the uh, sunlight. You actually you can hear you sizzle. Yeah.
4: Exactly, I'm on the in the Mayo Mafia, and uh so like I did not, and I blame my sunscreen honestly because I put. Oh. I've put different stuff on my face Mm -hmm. and I did not get burned on my face. I think the stuff that I used like on my body was just crappy.
3: Mm. Was it uh, the spray
4: stuff? Yes. And I will not make that mistake again. I know
1: you've got to go, you've got to go thicker. With the uh, sunscreen spray than you think you need to, and then then you're supposed to rub it in, which is like, great. Then why am I getting the spray stuff if I still have to rub it in? Right. Right. Exactly. Just
0: get a damn tube and do it the old-fashioned way. I agree. That stuff never works for me. The spray is zero quality for me. Uh, you know what
4: I what? wish that they had. Mm. You know how like p- people. I have never done this, but you know how when people go for like a spray tan or whatever. Yes, I was just about to say. You just like, you just, like this. walk into like a shower stall, and there's sprays everywhere, and you just hold out your arms and get yeah. just get painted a little with little it. Cover, like a, a
1: little cover thing over your eyes and mouth and stuff, or or yeah. or just it doesn't go that high. Yeah, right. Like just repurpose some of these old. uh um Uh, metal detectors from TSA whenever they retire metal detector just install some little spray spray mounted uh,
0: (laughs) SPF 60 in there and just have you walk through it I want to be dipped in a vat like a big vat and you just you drop me down you hold my arms with straps just put me in there naked and dip me in there and then pull me out with all that white goop on and then I'm ready for Mexico again let's go
3: Magic,
1: cause yeah. you, you like to tend like uh, Josh Brolin, uh, pants off, dance off kind of
0: thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Yeah. I, look, <laughs> when when in Mexico, we all have our own dance to make, if I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, that uh, reminds
4: me of that episode of The Simpsons where they go to the beach and like Marge just like cakes Maggie. She's like completely covered in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Lisa yeah. says, "Um, I think she needs a diaper change. And Marge goes, Well, it ain't happening today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good one. I haven't seen that episode in a long time. No, but that's an excellent Marge impersonation. Yeah, that me. was really well good. Jeez, Thank Louise.
4: you. That's like the one line. You know how you guys have like one line yeah. that leads you into doing an impression. That's yeah. my Marge Simpson line. If I do that one, I can. It's pretty
0: can good. It She's. Uh, it's like Julie Kavner herself is on the show with us today. <laughs> uh, but I know for a fact it's not. It's Amy because she is part of the read this segment and uh, brought something to read. Uh, do you want me to play this clip first? Do you want to explain it? How do you want to do this here today?
4: Yeah, sure. So I'll I'll give you a little bit of intro. So this was an audiobook that we were actually listening to on our way down because we drove uh we drove because we're in Atlanta so we're it's like right on the cusp of where it's worth it to fly you know sure. so we, we drove down to Fort Lauderdale for our cruise and so we listened to an audiobook on the way and this
2: was it
0: oh very nice all right let's play a piece of that
2: I consider asking the Connecticut couple if they had ever run into Jack Parr who I heard-
0: I love her all right sorry I'll keep going I love her, though. I'm so excited that it's who it is.
2: Heard had retired near where they live, but I look like I was born after Parr quit hosting The Tonight Show because I was, and so I'd have to explain how much I like watching tapes of old programs at the Museum of Television and Radio, and I don't want to get too personal. It seems that all three of them attended a Boston Pops concert at Tanglewood the previous evening, and they chat about the conductor. This, I think, is my in. I, too, enjoyed being entertained. Relieved to have something, anything to say, I pipe up. I went to the Berkshire Theater Festival last night. Oh, did you see Peter Pan? The woman asked. No, I say. Assassins. What's that? Wonders the Englishman. To make up for the fact that I've been clammed up and moping, I speak too fast, merrily chirping. It's a Stephen Sondheim musical in which a bunch of presidential assassins and would-be assassins sing songs about how much better their lives would be if they could gun down a president. Oh, remarks Mr. Connecticut. How was it? Oh my god, a gush. Even though the actors were mostly college kids, I thought it was great. The orange-haired guy who played the man who wanted to fly a plane into Nixon was hilarious. And I found myself strangely smitten with John Wilkes Booth. Every time he looked in my direction, I could feel myself blush. Apparently, talking about going to the Museum of Television and Radio is too personal. But I seem to have no problem revealing my crush on the man who murdered Lincoln.
0: (laughs) All right. That's Sarah Val, right? I love her.
2: It is Sarah Val. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh those there
4: are some people in the chat room who have spotted Yes, she was from The Incredibles, but she's in fact Violet Incredible.
0: She is. And All right. You know yes. what's you know what's funny is she um she plays uh, so her name in the show is Violet Parr and she mm-hmm. was just talking, talking about, about Jack, Jack Parr, Parr yeah. which is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. No, she's great. I just love her voice. She was, uh, my introduction to her was like some, probably this American life episodes or something. Cause she did a ton of that for a while. And, um, I think she still does a bunch of that, but, um, but yeah, most people know her, you know, from that voice on the Incredibles Incredibles too. Pretty cool. So what's the book? What's she doing? I assume this is this some kind book, of autobiographical autobiogra- thing or something.
4: Sort of. So this book is called Assassination Vacation and it is a kind of about her little adventures to go visit historical places that are significant to presidential assassins. And it is, it's, it's as bizarre as it sounds, but it's, it's got just like a perfect mixture of kind of her being autobiographical about how kind of quirky and weird she is, but also like there's a fair amount of history in there and like, interesting fun facts about like there's a whole big section about john wilkes booth and like the the doctor who treated him and stuff and whether he was in on it or not and you know all kinds of um amazing history stuff so it's it's a really really good sort of soft historical book i guess you would say because it's like there's just enough quirkiness in there to where it doesn't feel like you're listening to a history lecture. Sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's really cool. I'm, I like I picked it because it was like oh I went on vacation, so I'll pick this book that has the word vacation in it.
0: Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> no, she's great. There's uh, I wish I could remember the name of the segment. There's a really really awesome um, one of my favorite segments on on This American Life ever. That she produced and, and oh, did. Yeah. It may have been a whole episode. and I cannot remember much about it other than I loved it. And I'd love to get my hands on it again. And I'll bet Captain Kipper or somebody in our chat will track down that episode for me. Because, man, that was good stuff. And when she got the job for The Incredibles, I was so stoked. Because I thought, yeah, she's got this weird voice that almost doesn't mm-hmm. belong to her. It's like somebody else's voice. And
4: yet mm-hmm.
1: that's almost sister. like a little kid. Yeah, like a little like a younger kid's voice for sure. She's yeah, ar- it,
4: she's, she's perfect for that for the Violet character because she mm-hmm. sounds like a, you know, sort of angsty, awkward teen. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Yes. even
0: even now. And she's freaking me and Brian's age, which blows my mind. She was yeah. born in Muskegee, uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I'm looking at the list like so it's not just her narrating Catherine Keener, Stephen King, Conan O'Brien, John Stewart. Uh, also yeah. doing narration in this thing?
4: hmm Brad cool. Bird also. Brad yeah, Bird. it's great. She has little excerpts um, in there where she has guest voices come in and, and read other spots. And so, like, if there's so cool. letters from historical figures that, you know, that are men, they'll be read by, you know, a, a male voice actor and stuff like that. And it really it really breaks it up really well. I mean, it's a good read also just to read it mm-hmm. on paper, but... I don't know, I found the audiobook particularly engaging and fun. Um yeah. and it, it, it's it was more I don't know, it it listened more like a podcast than it did a a, a novel, you know. So.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Interesting. Uh, so yeah, I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great and, and it's good it's good fun and yeah, it was definitely a, a big cast of characters in there for an audiobook.
0: So she was featured prominently in a 2002 documentary about the alternative rock band They Might Be Giants, and and entitled "Gigantic: A Tale of Two Johns." You ever see that,
1: Brian? I haven't seen that, but it. But I believe it because there's. uh, She is God. She does something on one of their bonus tracks. Um, Does she sing or something on? uh, Oh. Their. um,
0: (laughs) It could be. I could hear the it The
1: guitar or something I don't know there, There's some Sarah Vowell There's some other Sarah Vowell, uh, TMBG connection And uh, mm. um, looking, I'm looking in my library To see if I've actually got that track That, that yeah, I think she's she's got, she's
0: got some kind of connection If she's super into that If she's super all over that documentary She yeah. must have some bigger connection that I know of That's pretty cool Uh, I like this thing about her her personal life says uh, Val is an atheist although describes herself as culturally Christian I think that's interesting I think Mm -hmm. that probably applies to a lot of people who may find themselves in atheist territory these days but they you know they grew up in a in a different thing, and so they got the they got the traditions. You know, you yeah. put up the tra- no you, get,
4: you get your Christmas tree and yeah. your stocking and all that stuff, yeah. which has about as much to do with Jesus as you know a ball of yarn. Yeah, so you know,
0: ah, the they Jesus stole it ball of the yarn. pagans anyway. Yeah, you know? I, my favorite stories in the Bible were when Jesus had that ball of yarn and uh, you know <laughs> did stuff with it. Uh, well, that's cool. Anyway, uh, great. I will check this out. I for some reason this is. This is older. This book, right? This isn't brand new.
4: Yeah, but. no, this is not new. This is this has been out for quite a while. In fact, my husband has been bugging me to read this book for many years. So um, something yeah, really and-
0: familiar, like I've heard it, and I don't know where I've heard it because I know I don't have the book, but I've heard her say these things before. The stuff about Jack Parr and the crush on John Wilkes Booth—that stuff is—I know I've heard this. So maybe hmm. she may have done essay. That might be what I'm thinking of. She may have but taken parts of her book. On. Yeah, and Uh, done it on This American American Life life and like essayed it out on one of those shows or something. That might have been what happened. I don't know. Oh, she has Cherokee uh, uh, heritage. That's cool.
4: I didn't know that. That's
0: cool. Yeah, that's cool. She did a thing, I guess, where she retraced her her ancestral steps. Yeah, from uh, and just did a big travel, like documentary style radio thing. I don't know. I think she's awesome. Something about her is just really unique and interesting. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, do check it out. Uh, where um, where did you get this one again? I guess it's just Audible is where you got it.
4: Yeah, I got it. I got it from Audible. But um, yeah, it's it's available all over the place. I'll post some links in the Discord and, um, you know, in, in the Facebook group and stuff so people can find it if they are so inclined to do something other than Audible.
0: Very, very nice. Yeah. Uh, oh You know what else I saw? And it was very good. 2005, assume the position with Mr. Wool an hbo special um she narrates it uh where is it let's see if i can find it it's about the actor robert wool and he's uh, he's a comedian dude and it's like a history of comedy or something um it's really interesting uh, some politics remember in that there. guy
4: isn't he the guy doesn't he play um like the reporter guy in the old batman uh, the first batman the, movie. yeah, yes. Michael yes. Batman. yeah. Yes, that's, that's the
0: guy him, right? that's totally him okay yeah he's still around too he's doing stuff anyway uh well there you go uh hey amy uh, uh that was awesome tell people where they can find you and follow more of your cool recommendations
2: Thank you. Yeah, so
4: I'm Red Fraggle Three on Twitter and uh, and on TikTok and Instagram. I think is Amy Robinson Vo, but I I'm Slack, so I never post over there anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I'm in the I'm in all the TMS Discord chats and and the Frog Pants. Facebook books and our, you know, yep. Facebook books of face. Books of books face. Da, 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 da. Yep. All the I books can, of face.
0: Insta. Yeah.
4: I can speak. So, um, yeah. All right.
0: Good. Go catch her. And then don't forget, she'll be in Vegas. You can meet her if you're coming. Come see her. I
4: definitely will. Oh, I have a question yeah. for you, Brian, before, yeah, before spending with me. Yeah, How, sure. about, do, roughly, what is our headcount for Vegas?
1: um I think we're at about 60, 50 or 60 people. And um, that's based on. How many people live there and are staying in places that are not the plaza, as well as how many plaza rooms have been booked?
0: Yeah, uh, so that's
1: kind of a really rough rough
0: estimate. Yeah. So, why, are you thinking about bringing oysters for all 60 people or what's your plan? Oh, God.
4: No, I have to. I'm team Scott on this. That is like a ball of snot. I cannot do the oyster thing. I mean, more power to you. You know, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but I don't want it.
0: I don't either. Don't need that yum in my life. Uh, All right. uh, Have a good one, Amy. We'll see you next time. All
4: right. There we go.
0: (laughs) Awesome.
1: More for me. That's the way I look at it. No, no, More that's a that's the
0: right attitude to have. You you get all the oysters. Congratulations.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: All right. It's- I'll get the, uh, <laughs> the the mercury poisoning. It's all mine. Oh, were they known for that? I didn't know that. Is that a thing? Well, I think all seafood has the potential of that. That's true, right? Isn't it? Is is it because? Uh, why is that? Is it because we we pollute the water they live in, and then and then we get the mercury? Is that the deal, or is it because? I think so okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel like I know nothing about mercury poisoning. In I, know, seafood.
1: I know. I know. I know very little about it too. I know that I know that it's the big drawback to eating lots of seafood is the potential for mercury poisoning. But
0: all right. Well, I am not going to eat that much. I can promise you that. You can have whatever. Yeah. I don't eat, Brian. It's fine.
1: Perfect. Perfect. I'll take your share. Take, I'll take my share. Your,
0: drink your oyster snot. Take your booger shake and drink it. All right. Here we go. Oh, look at this. Time for the news and brought to you by.
1: Brought to you by Coverville. Today, we're going to be celebrating the 50th birthday of Mark Hoppus. What's his age again? 50. What's his age again? 50. Uh, hello there. Yeah, we're going to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got more? How many, more? You how got many of those can I it's fit good.
0: in here? Let's see. Uh, yeah, anything else you
1: got, we can fit it in. We can get it. Uh, so that'll be, uh, of course, a bunch of Blink 182 covers, as well as a cover that he and Tom DeLonge, DeLonge. did um, uh, for another project that uh, people might not know about. So Blink 182. Which is, uh, what is the source of that number? Did we ever, like, do they ever say what it was from? I feel I like we talked about it,
0: was, it. I hear, I, we, yeah, I think it was, it's come up on this show before, but I don't remember what we came, what it came up with or what it was. Like,
1: uh, the rumor is that it's a number of F bombs in Reservoir Dogs or in Scarface or something like that. Oh. I don't know if there's something, but yeah. weird. What's well, anyway. the
0: blink part? The blink is, um, uh, t- who knows? Who knows what that is? Uh,
1: how many times? Maybe it's how many times uh, Tony, Tony uh, blinks. In uh, Scarface. Oh, there that's, you that's,
0: go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, say hello to my... Because every time he shot the gun, his, oh. he blinked a lot when he did that.
1: BioCal says there was already a band called Blink, so they just added a random number. And 182 was the random
0: number they Really? Really. Yeah.
1: I'm really bummed. That feels like... What a waste of, of potential-like cool story behind your band name. Well,
0: maybe it's right? actually... No, it's not cooler. Ryan's right; it's a waste of yeah, a potential yeah, band name. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Have have some sort of like, oh yeah, we chose 182 because it's the number of blah blah blahs and the blah blah blah. Yeah. But it's, no, it's like we liked we liked 182, so we just did a random number. We picked. We, we did that. Hello there. Hello, Hello there.
0: Exactly. All right, let's do this. Uh, this here, dear. yeah. Let's Can't do, believe oh, that's
1: you... a 1 p.m. Mountain Time Twitch.tv slash cover Oh yeah. There you go.
0: Good idea. Get there. All right, Grand Forks pastor baffled. As to who put a giant Kmart K on his front lawn?
1: <laughs> How does he know it's a Kmart K? Is it like the exact Kmart oh, yeah. logo K? Okay? Oh, oh yeah. it is. Okay. It
0: is. You got to see this thing. It's uh, it's literally a oh. Kmart with a oh, I was word thinking Kmart. it was
1: like like they they uh did something to the grass in the shape of a K, and he just assumed it was Kmart. No, it is like. It is the K from a Kmart sign. I mean, it's a Kmart sign with the word "mart" in the K.
0: That guy looks like if you took his hat off and he was bald, he looks yeah. like someone took me and you and combined us. <laughs> he's got the he's got the goatee yeah. like you do, but it's the yeah. color of my beard. Uh, there's something about that guy. The glasses that looks like.
1: like you used to wear. The uh, yeah, yeah, it's
0: an amalgam of us. I don't like it. It's weird. That's really funny, Pastor Pastor uh, Paul Knight. Paul Knight. Uh, Front yard display uh, outside his home. Hope Church Pastor Paul Knight is a little bit unconventional, uh, as well as involuntary. Somebody placed a massive Kmart sign on his front lawn. It's believed to be from the former Kmart building from the South Washington Street in Grand Forks, which is being redeveloped. Uh, That's true of all Kmarts, right? They're all getting done that way. Yeah, they're all getting getting wiped out. Um, There's one up near us that has half of it is now occupied by some kind of home goods thing. Not home Goods the brand, but like oh, something like that yeah. where it's like a lot of that sort of stuff. And then the other half is still empty and probably end up being like a Halloween store or something around Halloween. But it amazes me that that huge space in this perfect place is not just scooped up by somebody already. Like, why is it not yeah. a Target or a freaking Walmart or something else? Do they not like buying those? They'd rather build their own? I don't <sighs> know. They're usually
1: like in such, you know, they're in really good locations, good retail locations. Uh they're big, empty buildings that you could put a lot of stuff in. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um, someone there's missed- just
1: a, There's a bad Kmart smell, like a like oh. a leftover blue light special smell.
0: Yeah, everything smells like blue lights and poor Desperation. customer. Des- oh, I don't like a Kmart. Kmarts are gross. No, no. Even as a kid, I felt like that place was, something was wrong there. I don't know what to... I don't know. It's not like the Overlook Hotel. I don't mean like that. But like, you know, (laughs) like something was weird at a Kmart that I didn't feel in other stores. Like when when I was growing up, we had Kmart. We had a place called Skaggs.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember Skaggs. Yeah. Yeah, Those became... Oh, what they became something with a much more boring name, like a something drug. Rexall, not Rexall Drugs. That was a separate thing. But it was something like
0: not shop what was it you're right they did change they got yeah bought out or
1: something. they changed they can't remember what they became uh skag
0: store let's see
1: yeah see if you can find it skag and then of course companies. you had target
0: right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, oh here we go um oh pay less drugs pay less drugs that's it yeah okay and I, then which yeah. is
1: not to be confused with pay less shoes which uh you know you'd think that somebody would have had an issue with that mm. with using uh, you'd think
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like, along this uh these guys started in 1915 what happened here skaggs did yeah i guess they got oh okay In i ni- oh wow so 1915 by 1926 they'd grown to 673 stores that's a big deal yeah okay. oh and then the pay less thing and let's see in 32 the great oh. pay
1: less crash of 32 yeah in 1932 <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, here it is. 1977, Skaggs Companies, Inc. had amicably dissolved a partnership started in 1969 with the Albertsons supermarket claim, uh, chain, which pioneered the first combination food, drug, and stores named Skaggs Albertsons. Oh, I remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because it was always, it was, it was like, it was a half Albertsons, half Skaggs, or mm-hmm. half Payless Drugs. Mm-hmm. And then they just, I guess, absorbed it.
0: Yeah. Now they're all, now everything has a so so they kind of did pioneer the idea of a drugstore inside of your bigger department store, but now they're all just tiny little, you know, sections of uh-huh. the store. Yeah. Which I hate going into. I hate those places. Anyway, moving on. Uh, oh yeah, the point is this guy got a giant K in his yard, and he doesn't know who did it. Uh, he swung. He swung by his home after church. No, after somewhere Wednesday morning. It said he swung by his home. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, people have been coming from the south or south of his home to take selfies in front of it. I would be. I'd totally do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he has no clue who put it there, but says he suspects it was done by someone at church. Says, I don't know who to call because I don't know who put it up, says Pastor Knight. So I'm kind of making a general announcement. I don't know why he's got this voice. The people... <laughs> no, probably... If you look at him, that's That's his voice. The people uh, responsible for this, you're welcome to remove it any time. My wife hopes it's gone by June, I think, he says. Good luck, dude. I'd keep it. I'd keep it. I think it's... Uh, I would love a big, dumb You'd cave. move it out
1: of the front yard, though, right? I mean, like, you'd... Probably. You know, you fix it up, because there's a, there's a really bad break in it, but, yeah, I would keep it. I would turn it into some sort of, like, light-up coffee table kind of thing. Oh, that's
0: a great idea.
1: Yeah. Like, you you know, install some real lights in there, uh, fix the top so it's not broken, and then you, you know, you, you sit there, you put your feet up on it, play your video games, your drink sits on it, doesn't... Does it leave a ring because it's a plastic sign?
0: Oh yeah, and the chat's <laughs> right. My HOA would destroy me. They wouldn't let me do. Yeah, this.
1: yeah, yeah. You could. That's why you really couldn't have it outside the house. It would no. have to be inside somewhere. You would.
0: Yeah. Uh, other thing too is I think the reason he says June because some people seem to wonder why he would say gone by June. Yeah. I think it's because there's yeah. snow till June where he lives. He's up in the, like, northern Washington. It's snow all the time th- up there.
1: Yeah, either that or he's just saying that, like, uh, well, hope it's gone by June. Could like be. a little jokey joke kind of thing.
0: Yeah, who knows? I want to go to church with that guy. Somebody put, a like, a, a Applebee sign on his front door next, or, you know, let's go full retail on this. <laughs> sure, I like that. Yes. It's probably some friend of his, you know, some jokey...
1: Yeah, but it's funny that he immediately suspects somebody in his church. Yeah, like that's first place he goes. I don't have any proof, but I think it's somebody in my church. Yeah.
0: Well, that K is worth more points if you put it up next to a double letter, and then see if you can't create a double word <laughs> out of it. I've
1: been playing a Scrabble. Scrabble go on the mind
3: there. I got a little
0: bit of Scrabble go on the mind. You ruined me there. Although I am, that game runs too many ads, it pisses me off. It's way oh, too many it ads, does. and the ads are so.
1: Asinine. There's this one that keeps coming up that I'm sure you've seen a billion times with the three people in what looks like a porn airplane set. Yep. That are uh he's slamming his briefcase down and they're doing all sorts of weird things like making the woman's head get big when she talks. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. I don't. I, I hate uh, it. I don't want to see him anymore. I hate them. No. I I'm know. never going to play I, that game. I'm never going to download whatever that is. There's the other one where it's a lady and her baby in a freezing hut or something. And oh you're like God. Putting yes. clothes on her. It's like forget it so i did find this this hack it's not really a hack um but as soon as i you know i submit my move and i can tell an ad starting yeah i flip up and close app open app again it doesn't run the ad (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant well done and it takes less time to do that shut down reopen than it does for an ad. ad yeah yeah so do that. Oh, that's everybody. really
1: good. I'm totally doing that. Well done. Well done, sir. Yeah. Good,
0: good discovery. Quit and restart that game, yo. And then uh, the other thing is, you can pay the seven fifty a month to have all that stuff removed. But I ain't doing that. I ain't subscribing. Are you kidding? No. Are you kidding me? No way. Well, I
1: I did for the seven free days, and I'm canceling. Well, yeah. The, that uh, that that makes day. sense. Yeah. But guess what? Uh, still getting ads yeah. did the uh, seven seven day trial still getting ads
0: still getting ads it bums me out because oh. I think the app is actually, actually like really great like really well done and tons yeah. of options and game modes and single player stuff and multiplayer there's ideas
1: almost, there's almost too much like yeah. almost too much like oh now you, you've unlocked Scrabble pinkledink where you can use letters to build a sandcastle and live in it with your family yeah. or
0: yeah. it's a lot uh, yeah like yeah, too many too, too many game modes too, too many fewer. game modes have ha- hey guys hey, Larry David.
1: Eh, eh. maybe you've got too much variety in your game yeah. give me just give me
0: scrabble maybe a little less i don't i don't know why that's not him i did a bad, a bad voice <laughs> uh here's a story mike tyson remember his deal he was whole a uh, boxer man been in a couple movies all that stuff been in a couple, at least one hangover, maybe two. Yeah, I think two at least, I think. Yeah, because uh, he sings One
1: Night in Bangkok in the second one. Oh, my Lord. But really? I don't know if he appears in the first one.
0: I love that that's even a thing. Although that second one is not supposed to... I've never seen any of those movies. Never seen a, any, any of all them all through. Yeah, just haven't, got, just haven't had an no. opportunity. Just never got around to it. You
1: know what? It's, uh, they're worth seeing. I mean, I'd say it's a little bit like the Ocean's Eleven thing. The first one's good. Uh the third one's good, but mm-hmm. the second one they kind of veer off track a little bit and and uh and go to a different country, just like the Ocean's 11 series.
0: <laughs> mm. That's how you you basically everyone says what you say and that 2 is not great. But I, you know, yeah. 1 and 3 I, I could three. I could make should, room for you those. You should least
1: see yeah, you should at least see 1. It's kind of a, you know, it's a good Bradley Cooper thing. It's a good um Oh, why am I blanking on his name from The Office? Uh, Hank
0: Azaria, Phil no, Hartman. No,
1: no, uh, from uh, The Office. Uh, Branch
0: Davidian. Uh, nope. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's exactly what Ed I. Mean. Helms, I meant, uh, Ed Helms. Ed Helms,
1: mean. You, yeah. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Thank you, Ed Helms. The Branch Davidian. <laughs> Wow, that's a weird place to go.
0: That is a weird one. I don't yes, know where no, that came uh, from. Waco, Texas. Uh, <laughs> I haven't paid attention to that story in a long time. I watched the TV movie like four years ago, but I don't know why that yeah. popped into my head.
1: Oh yeah, anyway. and Zach Galifianakis, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's some great, there's some great Vegas in that movie. So you know, maybe watch it uh, in the next month as a little prep for. Uh for our uh, Viva TMS Vegas. Make sure you go buy your tickets now, people. Even oh, yeah. if you've got your hotel, you think you've you think you've think done everything you need to do. No, go to VivaTMSVegas.com and buy your ticket swag combo so that uh, you can actually get into the things like the ballroom board game uh, event and the pinball competition and the other things. All that are the
0: things that are happening. Exactly. You got to go do all that. And if you're somebody at home going, well, I can't come. How can I help? You can buy a swag only package as well. And uh, shaves a little money off too. So if that's where if you're not going, it's not as expensive. And it's not expensive anyway. It's super freaking cheap. Cheapest thing. You know what? The cheapest thing you're going to get in Vegas? This. This is the cheapest thing you're going to get in Vegas. So get out there and get it done. I'm glad you brought that up. Anyway, Mike Tyson speaking of making a little money. Oh yeah, that's right, Mike Tyson. (laughs) Uh, He is making pot edibles in the shape of a bitten off ear. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like this is a little weird, and that uh who was the guy but they're off of uh hold on holyfield 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 should get this some of this money you know (laughs) it's his ear yeah
1: here's the thing too i'm looking at the photo of these uh they look like dog
0: treats yeah they don't look i mean i wouldn't put one of these in my mouth i don't think
1: no they, they oh that's like sugar coated you know what they are they're like uh like those orange slices, candied orange slices you can get that are like jelly with um, that are just coated with a layer of sugar. Yeah, or granulated sugar.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's your that's that's dead on what you're saying.
1: But but the color of a dog treat, the color of a uh, uh, rawhide bone. Yeah.
0: So it's basically a full ear, but then a chunk taken out of the top part, which is where Holyfield lost part of his ear. But I'm just yeah. saying, like Holyfield should have. Maybe he totally he does. should, because that's his ear
1: being represented and uh mike tyson if he could do any of it she he he should just be able to capitalize on the portion of the ear he ate
0: cut yeah. off yeah. as
1: opposed to the rest of the ear
0: yeah exactly you don't get the whole ear dude gosh yeah. dang it anyway uh this is what the company said in a tweet when they announced <laughs> them holy ears they're finally here get your mike oh, bites geez. now uh representative for tyson 2.0 that's the company that he has uh, did not Immediately respond to a request for comment uh, about what exactly was going on, or what was being sold, uh, or where are these edibles being sold, how much they're going to cost. But Tyson products are available in certain marijuana retailers in California, Colorado, and Nevada. Mm, you could go get great. A Tyson. So I
1: could go out and buy these today. Yeah, you could I go get some
0: ears. To. Do you got a dispensary yeah. near you? You probably do. Uh, no, they
1: don't allow them here in uh, in Nevada. Like it's a. Oh. Um, yeah. No. There's. There's. We've got uh, dispensaries not too far away, but none in Arvada. Like I'd have to go up to Broomfield or uh, into Denver County to to do it.
0: Gotcha, uh, Dave. Yeah. I'll bet Dave has some of these ears. Crazy neighbor, Dave.
1: <laughs> he does not They're they're uh, they're less edibles and more just want the just want the 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 plant. They, they want, just the plant. want the dried up plant.
0: Yeah, they want to put that in a bowl fired That's up. That's right. Hey,
1: look at you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, look, I'm all into that culture now. I understand it. All. No, I don't understand so, any of it. So
1: the question has come up. Yeah. And don't feel like you've got to commit to anything, but at one point you said, you know, when it's when it's legal- Oh, I'll totally eat uh, one in Vegas.
0: I'll totally eat one in Vegas. You are
1: going to totally eat one of oh, yeah. Vegas. Oh, okay. yeah. I totally will. I've,
0: look, I've had- I uh, I talked about this on the show? I don't know if I have. Somebody uh, gave me- Oh, uh, so somebody who went to California brought back- some of these gave me one yeah and I tried it because, yeah. again, they were legally procured. Am I legally eating it here? Probably not. No, not. <laughs> uh, But anyway, these laws are dumb. But anyway, uh, it was fine. It didn't even, like, it just chilled me out. So I'm, yeah, hey, Vegas, check it out. I'll put one of your ears on my, you know what? If he's got those ears there, this is what, I'll eat one of those ears in Vegas. How about that?
1: Oh, I might have to bring one then because it uh, looks like it's, oh, no, there it is. Yeah, California, Colorado, Nevada. So. Yeah,
0: it's in Nevada somewhere. There we go. I don't know, yep. I assume in Vegas somewhere. But yeah, like uh, uh, that's
1: definitely a ticketed event. People uh, we will have to figure out, like, do we do it before before the pinball competition to make <laughs> him a little bit worse at joust?
0: Look yeah. at the pterodactyl. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, it's, yeah, it's just, it just a mellows damn, you up. this damn plant. Yeah. I mean, it was only, I think, five milligrams. So it wasn't like yeah. some yeah. mass. I'm yeah. not going to do it. If any of you are hoping I dose hard or something, don't expect that.
1: But like, you know, a
0: little half, a little halfy. I'll do that. Yeah, sure. Uh, Well, anyway, go get your ears is the point. We're going to take a break when we come back. Oh, you know what? I may play this real quick. You know how Chick-fil-A has huge lines all the time? That's just sort of normal for them. They do, yeah, like Cane's and in and out Burger, yeah. I'm going to play a little of this, and and you can hear it. Check this out.
5: A Chick-fil-A restaurant in Santa Barbara may soon be declared a public nuisance because of its long drive through lines. According to reports, the backup has blocked driveways of other businesses and even forced city buses to stall as drivers wait for the lines to clear. The city council is giving Chick-fil-A an additional 90 days to present its solutions, and the owner of the location says he is working to resolve this.
0: Okay. Would you would you blame Chick-fil-A for being popular? Like, I feel like no, this is not their not fault. No, it's
1: their fault. No. Yeah.
0: I feel like they zoned wrong then. Yeah, you know? I mean, what
1: do they just say, we're cutting off the line at five cars and uh, just drive around the block until it opens up or something
0: yeah, like that? Yeah, I, I mean, we had a problem here with Canes when it opened, uh, Raising Canes, and they had lines that wrapped around and interfered yeah. with other businesses and got in the way, and they had police there directing traffic and all yeah. of that. Um, but I don't think they ever were like we're gonna f- make you a- we're gonna designate you as a public nuisance and therefore now it's Chick Fil A that that franchisee has to figure out what the hell to do. That's lame.
1: Yeah, yeah. Santa Barbara, man, it's pretty, it's beautiful up there. Yeah. But uh, you know they've got all their rules. You have to have a certain kind of roof on your house. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's totally true. But every <laughs> house has the same damn roof. <laughs> whether it's whether it's law or just. Uh, uh, you know, wanted to fit in, yeah. Uh, we just
0: want to look like we know what we're doing, yeah. I feel you that. know, the Santa Barbara roof law, sure. Uh, uh, my roof. favorite, my favorite of the local Santa Barbara laws. Well, anyway, yeah. good luck to them, and hopefully, uh, all the chicken you can eat. All right, uh, let's move on to take a break. When we come back, my yeah. sister Wendy should be here, although I don't see her yet, but she knows to come in at 10 and it's 10, so she'll be here shortly uh anyway we'll uh, we'll have some chat with her we've got a few things on the docket there and then uh you know more stuff too so hey brian play a song before we can
1: okay i'll do that how about yumi zuma we've played yumi zuma before but they have a brand new album coming out this weekend um and then they've got a north american tour that begins april 7th starting in atlanta georgia the brand new album is called present tense and um, these guys are great. Perfect combination of electronic and analog. Um, just just uh, so good. and And who was I thinking of this morning? A little bit of uh, Lana Del Rey meets. Um, Heim kind of thing. okay. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Alt-Pop, Yumi Zuma, and not pronounced yummy, by the way. Not pronounced
0: yummy-zuma. Oh, no, it's uh, Yumi Zuma. Got it. Okay. Clarification.
1: They just released the third of their music videos of their uh, Alex Ross Perry trilogy. Yep. Um, So go check that out as well. And this album is being called, uh, by Stereogum, it's being called the best thing they've ever released as a Stereogum album of the week. Here is the brand new single, Astral Progression.
0: All right. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You maggot. You got anything to say? Are your
1: veins bloated with brain eradicator too? Definitely Dr. Superman.
0: You can't spell the morning stream without remonstrating. This is the morning stream. Welcome back, everybody. Brian, that song, once yeah. again, was who? Sure. That song is Yumi Zuma,
1: Y-U-M-I-Z-O-U-M-A, and the brand new song Astral Progression" or Projection from their upcoming album, Present Tense, which comes out this Friday, which really is tomorrow. It for is
0: tomorrow. Most, most of us. Yeah, it's, for most of us, it is tomorrow. All right, we have... Oh, here, let me fix Wendy's camera. Wendy, say hi. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hello. Do, I, do I have to bend over no, like this the whole time? Up. No, but you can... Oh, I guess <laughs> Kim's shorter than you, isn't she?
5: How is she? Sh- I can move this. Oh, yeah,
0: you can move that down. Oh, there, oh, there you go. Now scooch up and you're good. And I'm going to turn the lights on so we can actually see it. Yeah, it's really dark in here. Hold on a second. Everybody.
5: <laughs> Who Hi, dusts Wendy. How are you? you? Hi, I'm Nobody. good, Brian. How are you? Good.
1: Nobody dusts. It's, I, it's good to have you slightly I mean, closer.
5: Yeah. I, dro- I drove through uh, Colorado and thought of you the whole oh. time.
1: Oh, wow. You the whole time. Uh, the whole time. You should have uh, let me know.
5: I know. And then stopped, and you could have seen our dirty car and said hi to my grumpy kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: Brian could have got <laughs> right, you some exactly. edibles. He lives in the land. Right. Of, uh, I, fa- yeah. I, yeah,
5: passed, I, I passed like four dispensaries, and everyone had a Taco Bell next to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it amazing so how, how that works out.
5: Yeah. Do yeah. you think sense.
0: That, um, is that, I mean, is that mostly true that dispensaries aim to put themselves in? Restaurant zones and things like oh, that. Ta-
5: Taco I, I Bell moved know. itself there. I could tell it was clear. But it's smart.
0: Yeah. It yeah. is smart. Yeah. Why? Would, I mean, yeah, Taco Bell, especially. Although you shouldn't be driving on those things. If you're right. gonna take an edible. Right. Oh right. Not Taco Bell. I mean, Taco Bell's fine if you're driving.
5: <laughs> I don't know. Is it?
0: I don't. Well, that's a, a debatable point. <laughs> it's a point. diuretic. <laughs> it is a diuretic. Uh, my sister Wendy's here, everybody. She's in town. Yeah, that's right. In the to- town. The town. What birthed her? You're back. Well, not <laughs> this particular town, but. Where were, we, where, where were we born? Sandy? Salt Lake? Wherever we... I don't know where we were born. I don't know. 20 minutes County. from here. Uh, but uh, normally she's in Minnesota. Not now. She's here with her whole family. They went skiing yesterday. They watched the Jazz beat the freaking uh, stupid Bulls yesterday.
5: By the uh, way, so many Bulls fans there.
0: Yeah, that weirds me mm. out. You were saying that last night. Yeah. What do you think that's about? So
5: I talked to the friend that got us some tickets. I talked to him about it. I said, is this normal? He goes, it's every game. Mm. There's fans mm. from whatever. And I'm like... Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Do I think it it's
0: weird? weird? It like, is a, weird. a little weird. Yeah, especially them. I could understand if this was like uh, we were playing the Nuggets and a bunch of Denver fans. Came sure. Out. Or I don't know if um, like when people who are Raiders fans will probably come out of California to see the Raiders play, but then maybe we're closer to seeing Denver and the Broncos play. So we're closer. You know, then we'll yeah. go to Vegas and watch them play. Like, that's just a weird thing to think about. Chicago, all the way out there, yeah, mm-hmm. coming all the way here to see a stupid jazz game? Well, I don't think that's happening. Live- oh, I think co- they live here. Yeah, that's there. a good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. There are, there are probably some <laughs> some transplants from Chicago. I have to say,
5: though, yeah, all, most of the universities here, if you walk around campuses, everyone will have sweatshirts from other schools. Mm. I feel like it is a, a lot of people converge here and then keep their own stuff. But you don't go to Harvard and everyone's like, I'll go to Yale shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you don't it's do that. It's very
5: weird. Right. But uh I got Dennis Robin sat in front of me, he had a Rodman jersey. Shut up, really? He sprayed his hair. It was not actually Dennis Rodman, but
0: Oh, it looked like him. But
5: there's some throwbacks. It was fun.
0: I'm like why would Robin be in Salt Lake City for anything other than beating us in the nineties? <laughs> Gosh, dang it. the last time I he was here. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I, was, I already told this whole story earlier, so we don't have to reiterate it, but I had so much fun with Peter last night. We had oh, okay. a blast. <laughs> Total blast. That kid has more energy than, uh, I don't know, like hair, and he has a lot of hair.
5: He has a lot of hair, and so he took ski lessons yesterday, and we sp- spotted him a few times. Oh, my heavens. He is never not himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's just screaming, his jacket's open the whole time. I'll bet. He never zipped it up. No. I was like, what is wrong with you? It's like <laughs> sleeting in our faces, and he doesn't care. He's just a strange yeah. human. He
0: would probably wear jeans in that snow he if would. you let him. He would. Right? And not think a thing about it. The rest of us would be miserable, big, heavy, frozen jeans. We're uncomfortable. <laughs> we have a horrible red rash going. Like, it'd be a nightmare. Not, not Peter. He's good. Yeah. As we
5: started, the instructors like helping out, and Peter goes, "Question." <laughs> he does that a lot. Yeah, he always says, "Question," <laughs> and he goes like Dwight Schrute. Qu- yeah, <laughs> question. Do you like your job? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did he really asked him. Yeah. That? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, he's gonna. The guys like,
5: know. uh, yeah, I do. And he's like, well, good. All right. Let's I don't do know what
0: he's gonna do. I but don't it either, ain't...
5: But I think it might have the word dispensary in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hopefully not Taco Bell.
5: When he learned you could grow things indoors a couple years ago, it was like, there's my destiny. Oh, that's great. Because,
0: well, Well. think about if you're a kid and you're like, plants, who cares, right? They're they're everywhere. Wait, you can grow something inside the house? Yeah. As a kid, you would lose your mind. So, yeah, maybe that's his future. Who knows? By then, Minnesota, maybe even Utah will finally make it legal.
5: Yeah, I'm sure Minnesota will be first.
0: (laughs) Well, they're going to be before us. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) Uh, well, anyway, it's good to have you here. Uh, you're here for a few reasons. One of the reasons that you're here is we were we had a big get-together and kind of like a, hey, let's get together and remember Dad on the anniversary of his death. You call it his death anniversary. What'd you call his it? His death birthday. Death birthday. It's
5: from, come on, help me out. Is, Mo- it, is it a movie? Is it the OC? What's the? I don't know. Not, no. The TV show,
0: the OC? It's it's his death birthday.
5: You have oh. to say it like a surfer. Come on, help me. Uh-huh.
1: Oh. Uh huh. You know. Oh. You know Brian? Harold and Kumar. Uh two doors of my car. Uh, uh, you yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> name confused. Up in Smoke. Uh,
0: I don't remember the name. Up in Smoke. That's a Chinchin Chong movie, isn't it? It is, yeah.
5: <laughs> it's Lonnie's death birthday. It's Lonnie, right? It's Lonnie's death Lonnie? birthday.
0: Lonnie? Okay. Hold on. Someone Google that. I'm going to look it up right now. It's Lonnie's death birthday. This is not ringing a bell to me.
1: No, not me either. Oh. Somebody found the ICOR found the link. It's like his death birthday.
0: Oh, really? We have audio? Let me see. I'll play this.
3: Yeah, yeah. right, bro. This is his birthday, man. Yeah, man. Like his death birthday.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, bro. Okay, this is-, this is this is Orange County. That's what it is. Okay. It is. Okay. The movie, You'll not see. the O. C. The TV show. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh, the oh, movie Orange with County. uh okay. yeah, the one with Tom Hanks's kid, Colin Hanks in it. Um, and Jack Black's in it and it's a good it's a really good movie
5: it's literally the only line I've probably ever heard but I've been using it for the last (laughs) however many years when it's someone's death birthday (laughs) it's very irreverent I should stop but anyway it was dad's death birthday 22 years
0: 22 years and so we were gonna do it in 2020 but uh, you know as we all know how that went um, that year but uh, it was nice my mom was there and John whatever he is what is he He, what is he he's our stepdad (laughs) I know, yeah. it's weird. I was like, what is he? he isn't that weird? To I know, say? It's...
5: <laughs> and we've never called him that. So no, that, we've never. It's done always that. like, John, my mom's husband.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, they got exactly. married in his Good 80s. the for... guy who married my mom. Is <laughs> yeah. How Scott always refers to
0: him. Because it doesn't sound right to say, mm-hmm. I can't state my stepfather, John. It doesn't sound right. No. Because there's no other connection outside of the fact he that he hasn't you know...
1: earned that title, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, but also, and I don't blame him for it because he wasn't here that long. It's He, he married my mom when she was, what, 60?
5: I don't know. It's been twenty years.
0: So she's eighty-one, 63. so sixty-two, three, something mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, they're well in their adulthood. I've got three kids, like
5: it's like
0: it's, it's I can't call him dad. That's <laughs> weird. Anyway, he's uh he was there and then we had um everybody there and a bunch of people via Zoom, although we had some weird tech issues with Zoom that was like really funky. So we had like my brother Mark trying to tell a really heartfelt bunch of memories of him and my dad and you know, in his case, he is a real stepdad to my brother um, who came from a different dad. Anyway, he was getting emotional and trying to tell this whole room of us, you know, from Phoenix. He was supposed to actually be here, but canceled last second. So he's all the way remote talking to everybody. And gosh dang it, the the Internet or whatever would not let him talk. And so he's just spilling his guts and all we're getting is eat or up.
5: And then lots of crying.
0: And lots of crying. And the and only then,
5: time it worked is when he was crying. Yeah, he'd be like oh, pausing no.
0: and crying, and then it would kick in again, Brian, like it was it was bad. And but, but, And, and you know. it was
5: moving and it was lovely and all the things, but I kept thinking, Man, he has amazing hair. Did he not have a oh, amazing he has hair? hair you do and you don't want to interrupt him and say, We're not Your any amazing. Of the things you
1: say because he's just spilling his guts. <laughs> is that
0: my brother's always been a tall, handsome guy. And, yeah. and always had good hair, but he's 62 now. He's 10 years older than me. His hair is phenomenal. He has amazing hair for huh. a guy It eight. looked
5: oh. like someone did it right before he got on the call. Like, yeah. it's bizarre. Like, he has
0: people, and I know he, he doesn't. He has
5: Beyonce people.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I know he doesn't. He has a couple of weird dogs they keep around. And...
5: <laughs> the dogs do his hair.
0: Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, was, it was nice, and you know, everybody's sharing all these feelings and thoughts, so I thought, I don't know, maybe... Maybe this would be a good time because we're also looking kind of down the barrel of, well, my mom's not getting any younger. You know, she's 82. She's had some health issues. We think she had COVID and just didn't get tested because her lungs are shot. I'm sure of it. Um, But she, you know, she she survived it. Obviously she had that brain tumor thing removed last year. Just, was it last year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2021, early 2021. So she's had all these issues and stuff and she's getting, I mean, she's, She's there. She's good. It's just, it's impossible not to look at her now and go, "Oh, yeah." We need to feel ready, or be ready, or prepare. And it's not just. So the reason I'm bringing all this up is there's the two ish. There's the two kinds of preparing. There's the, and I hope a lot of people out there maybe have similar situations, so this will be relatable to you. But there's the two kinds of preparing. In my dad's case, there was no preparing because he died suddenly of a heart attack, and there was no anything anybody could do and it turned out there was a lot of stuff sort of in the air when he passed like he had life insurance right up till two months prior to that and then let yeah. it drop and then was going to do something oh, else geez. but then didn't before his death so there was a big hole there financially and we were all trying to figure out what we we're going to do for mom and she wasn't working and so on and so forth um, but in this particular case you know there's there's time to think about it and to plan and of course John's involved and John's John's very stable in that regard the financial way um, and who knows, he's 90, so he could go before her, I don't know. And he still drives, by the way, 90-year-old whipping down the freeway, getting tickets, just like a little And mad there. at
5: everyone. I saw him drop a hot thing of, like, a couple pizzas he'd warmed up. Yeah. Drop them and catch them. Yeah. And I was like, what in the world? At 90. <laughs> 90. At 90. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got the, oh, wow. he's got the reflexes of a cat. It's
5: something. Yeah. I would have just dropped him.
1: Yeah, I was thinking you were saying like while he was driving, he was, he was dropping,
0: <laughs> catching, and dropping pizzas. But yeah. he's a delivery guy. He's from a certain era, Brian. They love their pizza yeah, in the car, yeah, and exactly. you know. but he's he's just he's a cranky old cuss. But he's got like, you know, he's got his faculties for the most part. Yeah. His legs hurt a lot and stuff like that. But whatever, you get old, and sure. my legs hurt. So happens anyway. The point is, uh it feels like. There's more of a chance to do it here, but the but the emotional preparation is still the hard thing. I think, so sure. I don't know if we can build a topic out of that. It, uh, you know how yeah. to be, how to be better prepared, mentally prepared, sure, emotionally prepared, and yeah. uh, you know, Brian, your mom's doing good, but you know she's not she's not going to have the, she's not going to live another 50 years right neither neither are either of us probably not yeah I'm not either probably yeah. right so to be you know prepared yeah. for this yeah. sort of thing seems important so, my
1: dad sure yeah. yeah
0: so what would you where would we where would we even start with that conversation well
5: and maybe I'll, I'm going to take it to the end to move forward that's fine so when somebody passes and Brian I'm, I'm Forgive me for not remembering when your dad passed. Yeah. Is it pretty recent? No,
0: he's, he's oh no, still my dad's still alive. Right.
1: My stepdad, my stepdad passed oh, it's away. Your stepdad. Okay. Wow. How long has it been? Uh, seven or eight years, okay. I think. Gotcha. Oh wow. Yeah. That was, was it that a
5: surprise, day? or was it a? Um.
1: Well, the the uh, the illness was sudden. Like he he basically got really sick um, suddenly, and then just kind of. Health deteriorated while he was in hospice care for uh, about two weeks. So right. we had a little bit of time, like, okay, this is probably the end. Uh, but the initial, the initial onset was felt like it was pretty quick.
0: And Tina's father just passed away as well. Oh, maybe
5: that's what I'm. This thinking. Last, you yeah, might be thinking of that uh, yeah. last uh, okay. December.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. I think that might be. And what maybe you're you
5: could speak to that example, or you know, that's we, a good
0: example.
1: Yep. Yeah. So of talked, of yeah. this,
5: the it happens, and then you get mm-hmm. to see family dynamics with a lighter underneath them. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, when therapists talk about the the pandemic's impact on people, we sort of see it as it was a catalyst for, for whatever was already there. So if your marriage was pretty strong, it got stronger. If your marriage had a crack in it, that crack spread faster than it would have otherwise. Um, Mm -hmm. and we can see that in lots of different places. Um, in fact, I can't remember the, the reference, but I think it was on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. But there was like this Center for Peace and Conflict Resolution, like apparently is just on fire with conflict. Wow. <laughs> like they're thinking they ought to shut it down, like stuff like that. Like, you know, you can kind of coast with uh, life a little bit. Everyone kind of does their thing and you have your, your coping strategies or whatever. Maybe you don't see each other that much or you don't engage in certain topics as a, as a family. But then when a death occurs, especially a sudden one, well, there's two versions of it: the slow burn of a slower death, and then you know this the uh-huh. sudden where it just reveals the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so you'll get to see various dynamics uh, that that are at play that we all don't want to talk about. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner also does this as well, where you can kind of go, "Oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't all meet together." <laughs> um, but then you know decisions are made or whatever is happening, and and so that's working backwards. You have this thing that will reveal itself and when you say hey how do I prep for this sometimes it's just admitting out loud what the dynamics might be so Mm, maybe and and Brian I don't know about Tina's family she come from a complicated place or a couple Um, people lots of people
1: yeah there's definitely some uh disagreements as far as like the further out you go there are family members that just don't talk to each other because of um money disagreements or uh not really even political disagreements Tina's kind of the outlier being the the liberal in her family um her mom is is kind of moderate but her brother is very much on the other side of things and mm-hmm. so there's always that little yeah. head button thing that kind of rears its ugly head whenever there's a uh, a grouping like this
5: right gotcha okay but, so so those underlying yeah. sort of things kind of show themselves. They
1: do. Yeah, They get amplified. They
5: do. And it's so hard because it's all intertwined with grief, right? And everyone grieves really differently. So something fascinating in the family, we we kind of all got up and told different stories about our dad. And it was really notable, the difference from the oldest child to
3: me, the youngest
5: child. So our oldest brother had, you know, how our dad taught him his work ethic and was very strict with him and you know, taught him the value of a dollar and it was just, and then the next brother's just, it was all business and, and some stuff he has not really worked through. As no. we could all tell. No. Uh, and you then, know what?
0: You know what's even better? What I liked about Matt. Uh, so my brother, Matt, I, the show, people listen to know who Matt is. He's, he was adopted when he was nine and he's never lost his accent. He's the most Korean of Koreans we have in the family. We have three <clears throat> Korean siblings and he was 11 because I oh, I'm sorry. I was nine. He was 11. <laughs> yeah. I always mix it up. Uh, he, he, At least we think he was 11. We still don't know. We
5: guessed. He he
0: has the body of a 15-year-old in the face of a (laughs) 90-year-old. But anyway, he uh, he doesn't have a lot of flowery ways to express what he's feeling. So listening to him is always interesting to me because what you're getting is very raw, translated thoughts. Yeah. And his definitely are things like, you know, uh, when my dad was struggling with his businesses and Matt was involved or investing some of his own money and trying to make it happen, that stuff didn't work out. A lot of stuff crashed around him. It was all kind of hard to deal with. And Matt's really never let that go.
5: Yeah. wait, And he's talking about like the trauma. Well, he was working with him being paid by him and there's trauma there. And there is some resentment with how he sort of handled money. I think you and I take some of those stories of like how my dad just was really kind to people Mm -hmm. that screwed him over financially over and over like some big names in the Salt Lake Valley. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. And we see it as like, what a good guy. And then Matt sees it as, uh, that was really hard and hard to see him fail. And, you know, and so you have that just a, a difference. And then as we go down the line, Scott's, you know, we're more of these sort of lovely stories and moments and things, you know,
0: a lot of life tied. lesson stuff, yeah. things, things, things for me that were like stuff he would say when I was a teenager that I didn't take seriously until later in life. Like that's my memory of it. And then by the time we get to you,
5: well, and then Misha's kind of oh, yeah. similar. Yeah, and then,
0: Misha's a little like me. And then, and
5: then me, I'm just telling funny stories.
0: Yeah, because they he, just have funny stories to tell.
5: And he and I shared this common bond of like messing with people. Yeah. And playing tricks and doing fun stuff. And so uh, that's, you know, and as, as our oldest brother's talking, Misha and I are just like, that's not the same dad we yeah. had. Yeah. And so sometimes that's, there's, you know, obviously we have a big span of age and, Um, circumstances. So we can watch this happen, but I think a lot of people will experience a version of a parent losing a parent that changed over time. Mm. So maybe a younger father who was, you know, gone all the time or more angry, a lot more testosterone when you're younger. Testosterone. Um,
0: Testosterone. Testosterone. And then (laughs)
5: as an older dad, just sweet, nice. And I've seen this a lot with, with, uh, Women taking care of their mothers in their older, you know, elderly years that have a lot of wounds from how they were raised. But now there's just this sweet old lady they got to help. And that is incredibly difficult. So I think you have these underlying things, historical things, everybody's different. I mean, it's astounding. We're not all at war all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I think Brian, you, when you mentioned some people just don't talk to each other as we expand out in a family, I think that is kind of the universal, at least American way is to just, and we don't talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot easier, right? It's like, here's <laughs> how we can avoid that problem. Yeah, we, just, we used to talk talking.
0: about like how the Korean culture leans toward face saving. And Asian Asian cultures generally, but this idea that, well, I am we just won't talk about what's happening yeah. or whatever. The older I've gotten, I realized everyone does this yeah. to some level, right? Yeah. So maybe more extremes in some uh, cultures. But I feel like if, if anything, American culture has gotten way worse at that in recent decades, let's say. And I'm not sure why that is. I think maybe it's where we're finally getting to a place where the world is such a small place now and it's so multicultural and there's so much more than just our exceptionalism that we usually see with ourselves that directly conflicts with everything else yeah and so when that starts to happen you're like oh well maybe we're not as cool but then you want to defend yourself and say no we are as cool when really all you have to do is say no we're, we're pretty cool we have our problems like right. everybody else and interesting history it's riddled with all sorts of uh, yep. falsehoods and and truths and 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 then problems and conflicts, but also some really good, th- you know, it's actually easy to go there if you will let yourself go there. But I think as a culture, we're really resistant. Yes, for sure. That. I have yeah.
5: conversations with people about their medical stuff and they start with, Oh my gosh, it was so terrible. And I can't believe how I was treated and it was so expensive and blah, blah, blah. And then I say, Oh yeah, when I was in Sweden and I just shared just kind of some examples and they're like, yeah, but and I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah,
0: but the population of Sweden is much more... <laughs> no, that's even, that's even a decent
5: oh. argument. It's just like, yeah, but I want to wait in ER for seven hours. I'm like, didn't you just tell me you waited in ER for seven hours? <laughs> and it cost you five grand? Yeah. And then... Right. and not Listen, you don't wait in ERs for seven hours in Sweden. Oh, where's our Swedish listener? Who's going to argue with me? <laughs> somebody.
0: Always, somebody always... Always argues with me. Yeah, you, yeah. Forget who I love my yeah. Sweden.
5: No, but just that defensiveness of like, you know, who... And this is actually really appropriate for how families sometimes act, right? Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. can't call my mom a name, but I can call her a name. (laughs)
3: Yeah,
5: Like it's proprietary a little bit and just how how we handle our family dynamics. So, you know, as you're listening to this, you're probably like, great, Scott and Wendy's family's weird. (laughs) Uh, But so is yours. Every family is weird. And that's because (laughs) genetics do not determine everybody's personality and trajectory in life, right? Like if it did, we'd all be a lot more similar, uh, or whatnot, but it, it is fascinating how that can really create drama problems, etc. And then you, you add death and dying to the mix, which, I mean, I think I've asked this question on the show before was the last time you guys had a class on grieving.
0: Never, never. And never. who
5: taught yeah. you how to handle sudden loss? No one. And nobody. who said what's normal to feel and it's okay and this is how to look.
0: Yeah. No, no. I think nobody. <laughs> but in the
5: Swedish healthcare system. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 just joking. But yeah. yeah, no. so nobody knows what they're doing. And then you you sort of have all the things that have been stewing for years and it can be yeah. very challenging. So wow. how to prepare is... Oh, I always say the same thing. Take your garbage out first. Well, some of that is, you know, maybe dealing with some dynamics that are currently happening wherever you are in your family. You may have a sort of young parents and think, Oh, this is way off.
0: Sure. Yeah. You will think that I did. Yeah. I thought that was a forever ago. I thought it was forever ago when he died Yeah, or a f- forever away. I remember the day he died. I'm like 29 or something, 30. Maybe I'd turned 30 yeah. by then. No, I hadn't, I, I hadn't quite turned 30. No, it was 2000. I was, was 2000. 30. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember thinking this is young. Look at these I mm-hmm. they're going to be around forever. They started young, we started young. Mike, I'll be around forever when my kids are older. Like that that mentality definitely is there when you're younger. Yeah. And the older you get, you go Ugh. and that was like a that was like a sudden shocking moment of realization of like, "Oh, no. Not only is yeah. he not going to be here around forever, he's not going to be around here next Thursday." Yeah. And I know, I can tell you with a surety, I have still not properly dealt with dad's death. Hmm. Like the the impact of its suddenness, what it, the, my worldview changing as a result of it, just like a lot of naive sort of almost childlike feelings and thoughts that I had almost all the way up through 30, suddenly completely altered and changed and I've never really addressed it. Right. And uh, I know Matt hasn't, no, um, I don't think, I, honestly, I don't think all of us have at all. I think we were so worried about make sure mom's okay. Yeah. It's all just like emergency management mode. And I don't know if in those 22 years anybody's ever just gone, okay, so let's I'll really unpack the impact of what this was. Yeah, And then how does it affect us moving forward? And, you know, I, even just mentioning dad passing, all I picture is my little six-year-old tailored daughter who's now, 27 and has a baby uh, as a three-year-old. I, I just picture her crying because she doesn't quite know what's going on yet, but she knows enough to know that this is really sad and yeah. the grandpa's not here anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if we've ever dealt properly with that loss with her or not because I just don't know. I yeah. don't know. Right. And you probably need a therapist to tell you if you have. Yeah. Right.
5: Yeah. Well, okay. So let's, let's talk about how you do know. Cause I think, most people, especially when you have no concept of what grief or that process might look like, are just like, well, I've stopped crying. So there's there we go. You
0: must be done. Yeah, it must a, be two done. Two stages of uh, grief, crying yeah. and not crying.
5: Cry and then I'm not, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah. um, or right. or there's the, I never cried, oh, something wrong with me stage. I think a lot of people can to go through that, especially when things are complicated or you just don't know why you're not crying. Like mm. you just aren't feeling it. Mm. Um. You know, so if you sat down with a the therapist and said, okay, here's what happened, and you have never had an emotion about it, it's your, your parent or your loved one, you know, that in theory you should have some kind of response. Sure. Then you start to peel back layers of like, all right, let's dissect your relationship with that person and try to understand maybe where you got there. If someone has been caring for someone, you know, slowly, slowly passing for a year and a half, and they don't, they feel relief at the end. They feel terrible that they feel relief, but of yeah. course they feel relief. Of course, uh, kind of our systems aren't built for long term care, right? Mm. There is no evolution training that any of us have that has a doctor with a million degrees making sure you live longer. <laughs> like that's not—it's mm. not built into a, how we can we grieve correctly. We don't. Right. Uh, anyway, I'm not that humans have ever. We're we're just here to reproduce and survive, not cry and feel better about ourselves. Like that's not built into the system. So, you know, hacking that is is part of what i guess you do so anyway meeting with therapists finding out you know and they would probably say wow you're doing probably better than you think um they also may say oh you are maybe needing some more help and processing so everyone's going to be sort of at different places but i do think you know if you are having the thought like i don't know if i ever did the thing, like scott just said uh you should try it out just talk to someone and someone specializing in grief maybe you Head over to some websites that are just talking about grief and see if you're sort of hitting, feeling stuck, or you're feeling like um it's impacted your life in some way. I've always thought about it this way, and I don't know if it's correct, but you know, when you lose a parent, you're orphaned. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're 50 or 70, you're still orphaned. And that's sort of like the person older than you that's supposed to keep you safe, even, even if they're a hundred. <laughs> And they're not keeping you safe for the last 30 years or whatever. You, you know, <clears throat> that loss is, is really profound. And so, you know, not everyone's going to need therapy about it, but maybe there is, you know, just some acknowledgement, just what a big deal it is.
0: Well, I thought the the thing we did the other night was ex- extremely cathartic. Yeah. For uh, I can't speak for everybody, but it definitely was for me. And I realized after we were done that we haven't done that. No. Mm -mm. Like we didn't even do that in the immediate aftermath of it. There was, you know, a service and the, and the funeral and all that. And you have, you have your blur, right? Yeah. It's just a blur. It's mostly just here's, Oh, this side of dad's family we haven't seen for 20 years. They've all been in California. I guess we're going to have to have the awkward meeting of them. And who are they? And Oh, it's nice to catch up. And you're not really processing. You just sort of, I don't know. You're weird and numb. It's, it sucks. Um,
5: And you're dealing with people who are terrible at, expressing their condolences yeah <laughs> so i had some funny stories but then you know like all that happens uh, and i think a lot of people now are doing wakes later yeah. like they're they're giving themselves some time I'm, and maybe COVID has spread that out a bit because like a celebration of somebody's life couldn't happen in the way it might have right yeah. um a good friend of mine her dad died about two years ago i think it was yesterday in a, oh, in a kind of a freak car accident a year after her mom died of cancer. So it was Ooh. a rough situation. And that was right as COVID was starting. So the funeral was her and her husband and her sister. I mean, there's lots of kids and lots of family and they only let six people into the yeah. thing. And so the rest, you know, was televised, but there's some stunted grieving that occurred when you are alone, even though you're grieving in this collective, you know, electronically, It just wasn't, it isn't the same. So I, I think there's a, there's a common, challenge that's happened the last couple of years of grieving differently and and maybe being more stuck. But so these wakes are, or you know, or or a, a memory a commemoration later or something like we just did, I think is really valuable. Yeah. And
0: important. it was, I was actually skeptical about it because I just thought as usual, it's a little chaotic. There are little kids everywhere. Oh my gosh, they're so but, loud. <laughs> but you realize that part of that chaos, uh, and I think I may have said it, someone said it there my dad loved that chaos. Yeah. He loved kids and he loved the grandkids. And then seeing them have kids would have just been yeah. the, the wonder of his life. He would have loved it. Uh-huh. So even hearing all that didn't bother me. Cause yeah. I'm thinking, no, this is what he'd want. Right. And also he would want it to be flubbed up a little. He'd want the internet to be broken. He would, that he that, would
5: want to know what the internet was. He
0: would, he probably <laughs> would. He wasn't super down with the internet when he, when he was here, but, um, or he didn't understand it. But, um, But yeah, like I, I kind of went in thinking this is going to be a bit of a cluster, but I'm excited. My sister's in town. I'm excited to see everybody Uh, at the time. We thought Mark was coming. So I was excited to see Mark, you know, all that. And then it turned into this thing that was just really, um, I don't know. I don't know what the word for it is. Cathartic's the best word I have. Cathartic. It's really sweet.
5: Mm I, my kids, both my boys came up afterwards. Pete, I don't know. He's dancing on the roof somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) But, um, oh, no, what Pete said was, I don't even know the guy. That's weird that we were talking about him. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And he is the most like him.
0: He's a lot like him. It, yeah. yeah,
5: his the way his brain works. Yeah, um,
0: very, very, But he's much, in a
5: different era, thank goodness, man. Yeah.
0: You don't want to grow up my dad grew up if you're a little quirky.
5: And left-handed and yeah. yep. different. All um, that stuff. Fans anyway.
0: left-handed, too. They, they really got discriminated against, right? That left-hand thing oh, is no joke. Oh, he got beat. Yeah,
5: whipped by teachers if you used it. Yeah. So okay, but then my other two boys came and sat by. Wait, my Brian,
0: head. are you you're left handed? I am left handed. Did yeah. you know you would have been beat in the uh, the Tina's dad was 50s? Yeah. like, I was,
1: uh, yeah, and, and he was worried about that with Tina when she started going to school. He went went to the school on her first day, and mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, my daughter's left handed. Don't hit her with the ruler. Don't try and change her. Don't." And they're like, "We don't do that anymore." Uh,
0: <laughs>
5: But I I would have checked too, man. That's so terrible. That's
0: intense. Yeah. All right, sorry. Uh,
5: My left-handed son came and sat down and talked to me. And he, (laughs) I mean, I'm not a big crier. So, you know, it's like once a year at a movie maybe. And they're like, so they were like watching me like, what, mom is standing there publicly crying. Mm. (laughs) So they were very cute. But they were just like, it was so fun for them to hear those stories because they're way past. Yeah, they don't know. Not knowing him. You had two of your three kids really have memories even mm-hmm. carters were pretty Carters are mild, cloudy
0: maybe. uh nick has no memory he was only two months old or a month old i think yeah and taylor was like i said six so, so they, yeah they were
5: so it was fun to have them hear that and i tried to put myself in their shoes like sitting around listening to stories about
0: my grandpa
5: that i never met it's yeah. interesting yeah. right yeah so it was kind of cool. So and this is
0: Uncle Tubby, by the way. Everyone yeah. talked about him constantly. <laughs> yeah. Never met that dude. Yeah. Don't know just, a thing about just him. Just pictures tubby. of him. <laughs> There's pictures of this guy named Tubby. He looks like something out of a 1940s, like, noir film. Yeah. What was his real name? Because it wasn't Tubby. I- uh, Oh, I don't know. I don't Do know I know him. that? I don't think I know that. Practice. Yeah, he must have had. it. Brian, you're right. There's no way it
5: Tupper- was tub- I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was Tupperware.
0: Because <laughs> he, he always Tubleton. He always burped and claimed it made him fresh. No, Tubble, I don't know. Tub tubster. It's Tubbs McTuberson. We have no idea. Yeah, but anyway, everyone talked about him, or even like Aunt Hilda, who I barely remember. And Aunt Hilda. Hilda. Yeah, but it was Hilda was a real name? Yeah. But we called her Hilda. And she, Mark knew her real well. I barely knew her. Just tiny kid, kind of vague memories of this really old person in a chair. That's all I remember. But people just fawn over her and talk about her like she's this amazing person. She was born in the 1800s and saw all this stuff in her life and, and all of that. That must have been similar for the boys. Yeah. Because what are they looking at? This is another person they don't know really.
5: Yeah, wearing dumb glasses and weird jackets.
0: <sighs> so that was the other problem I had when he when dad died. I never really dealt with this very well, I don't think. And it's 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 a, maybe it's a little selfish, but I just really wanted a grandfather figure for my kids. Right. I wanted that so bad. And it's 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 there with Kim's side. Yeah. But I wanted this uh, dad was awesome with our kids, he was amazing with our children. And no offense to my mom. He was better with my kids than my mom was. I love my mom, but you know, he just was. And, uh, so him leaving, uh, you know, going at that time was like, no, wait a minute. One's a month old. I got this too. And then I look at Wendy's family. like She's just getting started over here. She doesn't have anything yet. Like this is not fair. Yeah. It felt really unfair. Yeah. So that's a whole other stage of this, right?
5: Totally. And that's, that's a big piece people deal with because when is it fair <laughs> Can yeah. you name the date when yeah, it? i trying to think.
0: Uh, when is death fair? Mm-hmm. And
5: and maybe it's you know maybe in very old age, very like lots of things were resolved or done or you know you can kind of I I think this is why people have this inclination toward bucket lists or like they you know we we have an impulse to to not have this unfairness so we all went to lunch all the ladies and we indoctrinated my daughter into the ladies lunch and what that entails so you're now
0: all lunch ladies we're all lunch ladies okay
5: and i said all right this is what happens old ladies sit around and talk about horrible things that have happened to other people yeah and it and part of it is this hashing the unfairness of like an untimely death or some young person with this or you know some horrible accident or something because it's it's our way of managing a, a thing that's, we're powerless to manage, even though it's clearly not managing anything. Right. Um, but I think there's a bit of that. It's just that lack of fairness or plan or, and so when you say, Hey, how do we plan for this? It's a little bit like, yeah, you can't really plan, but can you get your acts together? Can you resolve differences? I think, you know, having yourself, Oh, I have a great example. Did you see, We watched a lot of the Olympics. I think when you live Mm -hmm. in a tundra, you're like, let's see what we can do in a tundra. Yeah. Um, Let's let's look at our options. (laughs) Maybe the half pipe, everybody. Let's do that. Anyway, (laughs) so it was a lot of fun. But uh, there was a young guy who was doing the half pipe and snowboarding, I believe. Or it might have been skiing. I can't remember. Okay. Anyways, from Utah, was training here. Got a really bad car accident. They showed a skeleton with, like, its head cracked in the ways his was. So yeah. they, they kind of gave you a representation of, like, how damaged this kid... He fell asleep at the wheel, got crushed oh. by some truck or something. Anyway, he shared this story. This is, you know, on the little blurbs in between. And I just thoroughly enjoyed watching him compete because when he would finish, he'd do his thing, you could just see him, like, I shouldn't even be alive, mm. right? Like, just this absolute... I'm only doing this to have a blast. I'm just thrilled to be a human.
0: Oh, Colby Stevenson. Is that him? Yeah. I think that's it. Okay.
5: And every time he would come and that, you know, they do the scores and the rest are kind of like, I mean, they're 19 year olds. All of them are 15 or something. And they're Mm -hmm. just like, I better win. I got to do this. Or, you know, they're in a different brain state. His Mm -hmm. was just one of abject appreciation to be there. And I thought, Oh man, sometimes it takes nearly dying or someone dying or, whatever whatever it is to sort of wake you up to you know the appreciation yeah. of what you do have and I think that's a tricky thing because we don't stay in that brain state that's not that's not how we're built right right um however he's seeming to maintain it yeah
0: but he got the silver for hell's sake
5: yeah that's right yeah
0: yeah nicely done and
5: you know most silver medalists are the least happy <laughs> but in his case in his he's case, like yeah. I, I, dead or silver though I'll take yeah, silver he's but
0: he's bucking that trend. Um, so I know for a fact, I'm not going to name any names or anything weird, but there's somebody in our chat room who has had it from the other direction. Loss of a child early. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll, you'll, you'd know who it is, but she, she, uh, lost her daughter who was already dealing with some special needs stuff for a long time. Yeah. And that's a case of knowing it's coming yeah. eventually. Right. Mm-hmm. Like even Kim with her brothers who both suffered fatal or uh, fetal alcohol syndrome as infants, uh, are on a million drugs just to keep them alive. And they've some miraculously somehow made it to 35 or whatever they are now. And they weren't supposed to be past 20 or something. So sometimes you get more time than you think, but still you kind of know that clock is ticking. Yeah, That's different, right? Or is it?
5: Well, different in a lot of ways, but there's some similarities in that, uh, you know, loss is relative to who you're losing. Yeah. Um, and I think this is where <laughs> this is where we get in trouble as humans, when we try to empathize with one another or uh, send condolences, is we take our own experience and then we come at that feeling with the other person. And so we can't imagine. You can't imagine losing a child. I mean, if you really stop, you can't imagine, and you can take the time. Yeah and you will be a puddle on the floor. Yeah. And and so to go at somebody who has lost a child without doing any work to really understand that you, you would you'd say nothing. Mm. You would hug them, maybe bring a casserole. You you would you'd also be a puddle. Like you wouldn't you, you know, but our front of our brains are like, yeah, say the right thing. Make sure you say the right thing. Don't say the wrong thing. Say the right thing. Or, hey, I have an obligation to this person. So you're going to go at them and say, just like, I'm so sorry. Or I know how you feel. No, you don't. Right. So it's really hard to be the griever when people around you are, are misfiring because yeah. it, it happens. But it's, but it comes from the, the same place. Even those who have, have been through profound loss know they're not saying the right thing to other people too. Like it's it's a pretty universal experience of, I'm I'm gonna say what I hope to say and then it comes across however
0: really I realize this is where Kim gets her her reactions that she has to things like this like I was thinking about this the other day, she she's not the person that awkwardly says sorry for your loss or any of these tripe things. Yeah. You. That we try to, we're, it's all good intention, intent, but yeah. it's all like rote yeah. and, you know.
1: It's like the what, I don't know what to say, so I'm going to say this. Yeah. yeah. Kind
0: of like thing. my, I was talking to a Marine friend the other day. Is like, I hate it when people say, thanks for your service. I hate it. And I, I mean, we had a whole conversation as to why we don't have to get into it here, but mm-hmm. it's just so standard. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it gives everybody the standard thing to say. Um, what was my point? My point oh, Kim was, gives oh, Kim, Kim will do the opposite. She'll, she'll go, and I'm not just trying to pump, she hates when I do this, but she'll go, someone died and it's rubber to the road. It's like, I'm taking food. I'm calling them. These flowers are on their way. Like, is there's no like, sh- she does she not does feel comfortable words. just saying words. <laughs> yeah, her, yeah. her thing's all action. Yeah. And, um, and I, I admire that, but I also think um, there's probably, uh, I don't know, maybe there's no way to say the right thing. Is there ever a way to have the right mm-hmm. words? Probably not. What are the words going to be?
5: I mean, because someone may really just want to hear, I'm sorry for your loss, and you won't say it because you think it's the wrong thing to say. I don't know. You ah, can't win. Good point. But I do think there's a, you know, do your thing. It happens. But also, like, you can't be alone. This is why often, you know, when, when someone has a loved one die by suicide, really the only people that they can talk to and find solace and, and progress and have comfort is with others who have experienced it. It's just not something... And I think the loss of a child probably goes into that category too. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the level of tragic, right. That it does matter. Um, the more horrible an accident versus, you know, falling asleep as a 80 year old where we, we all react differently to that. Right. I think some of it is just our own projection and human fear of different things, but also just, you know, hoping it's, that's how we go. <laughs> Not yeah. like the people screaming in your car.
0: Yeah. No kidding. So, uh, Cleo in the chat says one thing, uh, that makes a giant difference is follow up. Um, mm. not just saying you're sorry, you know, really sorry for your loss is one thing, Yeah. but what, what, showing that is that two weeks later you check in and yeah. go, how are you doing? Are you doing all right? Are yeah. you staying hanging in there? Mm-hmm. Totally agree Versus with that.
5: Versus the checked box of I've said the thing. Yeah.
0: The checkbox box thing kind of sucks. Yeah. Kind of universally. Like what's the point of, yeah. if you're not, re- that means you're not that sorry. Right. It means you're just sort of... Well,
5: it means you're... And okay, so I should not be defending the bad grievers, but... Or the the people trying to support. Is that that checkbox, what does that feel like for the person? Yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. ah, I got to say something, I got to do something, I do the thing, and they probably need to be left alone. You you rationalize your choices as the right thing to do, usually, right? Um, But when you've been through something, you know the follow-up matters. You know like you've you've just experienced it, so you just have a different take, and I think, um, yeah, so so checking in with people, I mean, I feel like one of the most powerful things to do is just ask mm. and that is hard, yeah, right, because you who knows my favorite thing to do, I think I've talked about this on the show, but when someone i've haven't seen in a long time, I run into and they' they've gotten divorced, they feel like they need to tell me that they're divorced, and so then i I have a my my patent answer, which is um, condolences or congratulations. Mm. And then they'll tell me and yeah. they'll say, congratulations. And then I cheer and we're like, yay. Oh, I'm so glad you're free. <laughs> <Yeah>. Or they'll <laughs> say condolences. And then I know, and it's, it's amazing how relieved they are. They are relieved. Right now, obviously nothing is the pad answer you can do forever. Like there's sure. no formula for everything, but part of that is just like, you know, meeting someone where they're actually at mm-hmm. and genuinely caring um, really go a long way. But if you're in any of these categories of of losing someone suddenly, losing someone by, you know, a difficult traumatic means or a child or, you know, anyone you're really close to, I, I think it takes people a long time to realize they probably need some help with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that they don't have to do it alone. They are not alone. I mean, I remember when dad died, just like watching people around me going, how are you just moving on? Yeah. You're just driving around like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I can only assume people who have lost f- their loved ones to COVID are just on fire, furious about.
0: Yeah. Do you think like a decade, two decades from now, we're looking at like some of the worst mental health need? Everyone should get therapy. What are we doing? Kind of problems. Yeah, we don't
5: have enough therapists. It's not going to That's go how it well. feels. It does. It does. Because some of it, it's it's current stuntedness or it's, you know, in embryo for a lot of these kids yeah yeah no I think it's not great and I and I do think you know those who are are actively grieving the loss of loved ones I mean there's I forgot the statistic in the United States alone it's something like 120,000 kids have been orphaned and orphaned for realsies not a 70 year old losing their 90 year old mom
0: yeah it's not the same
5: you know and it's yeah so that sort of collective collective grief we've never been great at we're really great at collective we're the winner (laughs) if
0: anyone sends me one of these Toughen up buttercup emails. I'm going to freaking. Oh, God. St- I get these sometimes. Yeah. You do? Oh, yeah.
3: Just oh, make seriously? your
0: kids. Just raise resilient kids. It'll be fine. Hello. Well, How do you do that? I don't know. Why <laughs> do so many adults need therapy now? How resilient? <laughs> are they? Give me a break. Yeah. I know. I, 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 I don't want to project what could happen because maybe nobody will. But every time we have one of these things, I always get someone who's like, ah, you just slap a little dirt on it and get going. Right. I always get one of those. Right. That's Oof. fine, though. They exist. Good for you. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm right.
5: glad it works. I mean, just a little dirt. That's yeah, a little amazing. A <laughs> little dirt. Who
0: who knew that a little dirt would go so far yeah. as to solve all of your mental issues? Yeah. Um, it's great. Well, well, all right. This has been fascinating, as always. I hope this helps a lot of people. I noticed a bunch of people in the chat are either dealing with some of this in their their own lives or adjacent yeah. to them um, and made a lot of people think. Well, and just, that's what we're looking for. Well, they for. just want to be prepared, yeah. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Uh, Wendy, is there anything else going on you want to talk about? I mean, you're physically here, so I feel like we should say, I don't know, we should give you a bigger platform today. <laughs> yeah, you
5: should give me a better chair. <laughs> you did. you showed up.
0: <laughs> yeah, mean, you showed <laughs> up.
1: You came across you the You came country, all the way here. here from
0: oh, the Midwest. All the way. Yeah. yeah.
5: I saw Colorado. I oh. saw. Did
0: you see Kansas? Uh,
5: no. That's because Nebraska. My oh, my gosh, people. Yeah, it's oh. big, empty, nothing. It's so flat. Yeah. But I love their tagline nebraska no is it nebraska yeah nebraska and it's not, it's for, not everyone. for everyone yeah. is it really yeah, yeah. that's yeah. really their tagline yeah and it's that's really
0: accurate their
1: that's amazing <laughs> it's pretty great hold on what's has been <laughs> great commercials that go along with that are yeah. there
0: um, oh, i'd love
5: to i that. will pimp something that is so unrelated to me or anyone i know all right it's just a thing i saw okay so we stopped in um capitol reef
0: oh ah. oh yeah
5: and Capitol Reef for those who've never been to Utah is a perfect example of if this were anywhere else in the world mm-hmm. it would be the highlight of that place because it is so beautiful. It's
0: another planet. But it's crazy. here Where
5: you have all the things, all the natural beauty. People are like, yeah, yeah, I've never been there. Yeah. Have you been there, Scott?
0: I've been there, but it was forever ago. And you don't remember. I don't. I wish I did. I mix it all in. I got Moab, that, uh, Goblin Valley, all that stuff fits in the same space. Totally.
5: Well, Goblin Valley's on its way. So we stopped in Goblin Valley. We'd been there. We were there, let's see, 12 years ago. So we did some before and after pictures. So we have like Abe standing on. One of the goblins with his little car's hat, little little kid. And then mm-hmm. we had him recreate it. And he's six foot three now. He's doing <laughs> the same face. It's pretty funny. That's
3: pretty great. So we had a
5: good time. Anyway, so we were in Capitol Reef having a great time. And we stayed at this cute little house. And uh, there was a book on the shelf. And it's called Subpar Parks yeah. by Amber Sher. Mm-hmm. And it's America's most extraordinary national parks and their least impressive visitors. <laughs> and so she took one-star reviews. Yeah. And can the camera see this if I flip it?
0: Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me turn to you. Okay, go ahead.
5: Um, and here's here's the one for Capitol Reef, if you can see that.
0: Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Somewhat bland. <laughs> wow.
5: So what she did was d- she does that beautiful art that you're kind of used to seeing the mm-hmm. national parks in, you know? Yeah. And then just put these reviews. My favorite was Yosemite. It's like uh, the trees obscure the view and there's way too many gray rocks.
0: People really <laughs> do that?
5: And then Minnesota has one national park called Voyagers. And this is my favorite like what's wrong with folks anyway the review said there was nobody here like isn't that the dream that's, that's the idea point. oh yeah, my gosh. Like-
0: <laughs> yeah this yeah. is why you go there's you-
5: it's very funny anyway so there it's great art with hilarious uh taglines from the least impressed visitors and then she goes through and talks about how actually amazing these things are
0: <laughs> yeah well the, it's really um that place is beautiful. It, it makes is beautiful. Me go. Now yeah. you
5: need to look up Fern's nipple because I think, yeah, it would be the highlight of your trip.
0: Hold on. Fern's nipple. <laughs> yeah. So oh, you barely had the words out and he was already Google. <laughs> Hiking Fern's nipple. Capital Reef. Road trip. Uh, so did you guys do this? Did you hike We this? were
5: across from it and got some pretty great pictures. You know how you can just pinch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, it was beautiful. I wish I had the video to share with you.
0: but Oh, it looks like a big nipple. It
5: does. Yeah. Okay. I just want to know who Fern is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was it a lady with somebody's lady friend or? Uh... I don't know, but it's pretty funny. Oh my! You gosh. know
5: that looks just like Fern's nipple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we just call it that, Bill. Here it is. Look, there's a big, giant nipple. Everybody, isn't that funny? Oh my gosh!
5: Okay, so th- there's this huge hike we went on, and at the top you could see Fern's nipple pretty good. Yeah. But there's also, you know, the arches. There was an arch that you had to look down at, so it was pretty freaky. So we're all sitting there observing it. It's kind of freaky if you're scared of heights. I don't think you'd love it. And there's a couple people we don't know sitting nearest. And Abe goes and walks across across the uh, this is Abe the top of the arch. Okay,
0: he'll do that. So it
5: looks from our vantage point like he's on a needle's edge. I mean, it's it's scary to watch him do this. Yeah, and then he's got you know his. 16 year old dopey self in <laughs> his sweatshirt. And he's just kind of walking. And then all of a sudden he jumps off the edge.
0: Oh my gosh.
5: And we all scream.
0: Cause you all thought he was jumping off the edge, Edge.
5: Yes, except I know my child. Yeah. So I didn't really think it. And then he waits a second, then he pops up. Yeah. And it there was a, another ten foot ledge you can't see from our vantage point. So it was Quite the feat, so we made him do it again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) do it it, again, do it again. But didn't some like stand by some some walkers by see this or something? Oh, all of us
5: thought for sure this kid's dead now. And Adam Adam actually had to walk away because he has a good imagination. I clearly don't because I'm like, ah, that was great. Do it again. Yeah,
0: that sounds like you. (laughs) This is a this is a trick Wendy would have pulled with my dad. Totally. One of the stories Wendy told. By the way, that story is different than I remember. But Wendy went on it. We thought it was a date, wasn't it a date? It was just two friends of yours.
5: Oh yeah, mom told it. That's why.
0: Oh, mom told it wrong. Wendy was on a date. Mom's eighty-two. She doesn't remember. Stuff. I know. Bless her heart. She's uh, <laughs> she's on this date, but I don't know if I told you the story or if we have ever yeah, talked about it. How about I, I tell it? it yeah. so you tell it. Accurate, you tell it. I will it.
5: tell you what. If I hear it wrong one more time, yeah, I'm I don't want to tell it wrong. You do it. Okay, it's fast. Uh, okay. So in high school, we were tricksters a little bit. Yeah. We should have been studying, but instead we planned a fake kidnapping. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Dad had this little sports. Coop thing. I yeah, forgot what it was. Anyway, and we're like, Who can we use that? Well, what it was is we had three dates, three three of us and our dates were all in my friend's big old I don't know, it's like a beamer, this big old luxury sedan. Yeah. Go into the dance Somebody's and dad's car. We get a phone call like you got to go deliver a package. It was her dad, so we had our parents in on this. Mm -hmm. Parents do anything for their youngest children. I'm telling you right now, they do.
0: Anyway, yeah. So
5: calls. We're like, okay, we got to meet someone at the base of the canyon. So we go to the this parking lot. It's dark. It's like 10 p.m. We're in our dresses. We're still like in a kind of fancy dress situation. Yeah. And uh, my friend Robin asked me to deliver this package to this guy in a trench coat over by a red sports car, which was Dad.
3: Okay. And, he's a and Robin was g- in on this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, of okay. course.
5: All the girls were. And the, he has got a goatee.
3: Yeah. Right? Uh,
5: he looked bigger and badder than he is. Yeah. Anyway. So I walk over in my little dumb dress and I hand him this. We we put powdered sugar and wrapped it in brown paper. I mean, it, it was look a movie, like cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And
1: okay. he
5: acted like he opened it and then he threw it on the ground and then he, he had the trunk open. And so I jump in the trunk. He kind of lifts me. But it looks like he
0: throws me into the trunk slams you into the trunk yeah
5: and you have the seats down so i just like pop out in the car anyway we peel out and our dates are losing their minds because they're (laughs) thinking their date just got kidnapped (laughs) anyway and then it extends to another location and i'm in the trunk fake tied up really poorly it's very obvious i was not tied up (laughs) and uh my dad was gone at that point and so they get me out of the car and i come limping back into the car and (laughs) It's so stupid. That's awesome. It's so stupid. I
0: love it. I feel like you can't do that today. Oh,
5: no way. First of all, I don't think of how parents behave.
0: I know. Yeah, they'd lose their minds. First of all,
5: cool parents. And then other parents are like, whatever you're doing, I don't care. Yeah. You know? Anyway, uh, so it was really stupid and funny. And the best part was 15 years later, I'm talking to somebody who went to the University of Utah. Mm -hmm. And she goes, hey, have I ever told you this really crazy story? I dated this guy who went at the U. (laughs) And one time he drove me around Salt Lake and told me about the night his date got kidnapped. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "Wait was a minute!
0: Name. Did the boys ever know? Did they ever?" Oh yeah, we told them eventually. Okay, and then
5: we went to a big party where lots of people were, and I never saw them again. They walked around and because re- that is a post traumatic response.
0: Oh, they were mad at you.
5: Not mad, just you got to talk that through eighty four yeah. times. You yeah, know? <laughs> and then. Mom told this story the next day. So these guys were like kind of cheerleader young or like small dudes. We did not pick big dudes for this event because we thought
0: they could actually hurt someone. Yeah. You don't want dad ended up in the hospital. I know, right?
5: Anyway, they were very funny. One was like a total jokester and real tubby. He was Uncle Tubby. (laughs) Really funny guy. And the other two were a little, like I could beat both of them up. Anyway, they were lovely people and they were a lot of fun. But they came to our house the next day with their friend who was the center on the football team. Oh. (laughs) Just because they needed to meet dad. And then they, of course, met dad and had a great laugh and... It was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: I love that story. That's Mom- the
5: nineties, baby. If yeah. you think the nineties was awesome, it was.
0: Nineties, eighties and nineties, uh things we did the things differently, okay? You kids out there, born millennial types. Sorry. it's Sorry. It's just Gen X. Sorry
5: that our our forefathers, including us, have ruined everything for you. Yeah,
0: we've screwed it up. But you will do. You got this. We believe in you, truly. We do. Yeah. Get some therapy. Help us retire. All right. Um. Hey, uh, I guess we're done. Wendy, uh, realsteps.org. People should go there, sign up, check it out, read it, find out all about it. Uh, new wave already happening, right? It's happening now. It's
5: happening right now. Okay.
0: So a lot of people already probably been notified if they're in, right?
5: <laughs> They've been doing it for three weeks. They've been doing it for three
0: weeks. They are fully aware of what's going on. They are fully
5: on. aware. These are just for new people to get information and feel free to <laughs> ask questions. We'd love to, you to join us. We'll do another one in the fall. We've really, st- we're sticking to spring and fall and making them longer. So anyway, you got time. It'll be great.
0: You know what I forgot to do while you here here is this.
5: Knows it's oh, yeah. Indeed
0: better late than never yes right there we go can help right. people know
5: oh this is the Wendy segment oh, yeah. <laughs> I wondered
0: who this was this whole time now do me a technical yeah. favor when you go upstairs yeah. will you turn that light off sure. on your way out and then I'll come see you in a minute after okay. we're done sounds good alright thanks Wendy okay. for being here it was great having you bye everybody see you bye later alright there she goes there she goes again that's that song <laughs> I'm thinking there of there she goes again alright uh, let's see what we got left here really enjoyed that discussion it was fun. Yeah, it was great. Um, where are we now? Oh, I guess we're done. This is it. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, tomorrow play great. date. Uh, play date at one p.m. Mountain Time, not the normal Correct. two o'clock. Okay, because uh, right. Brian's going to go early, so he's got lots of room for his other show. It's all going to be great. Okay, I uh, still don't know what we're playing. Should we just decide now? What do you want to do? Let's say Among Us because okay. we didn't.
1: We didn't do. We did Jackbox and What the Dub last time. Let's just say Claire, get off our backs. We'll play Among Us. Yeah put your caps key away let's let's pretend it's a a saint patrick's
0: day present for you that's right i know tally be happy there's a lot of people who love Tally. yeah 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 it's well it'll be great okay so we're all gonna get together tomorrow 1 p.m play a little bit have some fun hang out with each other uh this weekend film sack we're doing uh watch along of a night rider episode yeah uh, to prepare for some people being gone and stuff but um you can hear me talk way too much about how everything's filled in utah you can get all sick of that uh what else uh that's it patreon.com slash tms is the place to support the show please do so because we need it patreon.com slash tms is the place to go and support the show it's always good to repeat myself uh the morning stream at gmail.com is our email address you can find us on twitter scott johnson coverville and morning stream and uh, while you're at it, we do have a pretty active uh, Reddit page. Lots of folks over there at frogpants.reddit.com. So go check
1: that I out. I had uh, lunch with the Mayus this last weekend, and oh. uh, we talked about Because I think he's, he initially set up both of our Reddit pages.
0: I believe he? so, yeah. Did a yeah. great job. Still still has the keys to the car, as, as it were.
1: He does, yeah.
0: Um, and he's dangling them and saying, yoink. How, how are they doing? I have seen them in so long. I'm sure they're doing they're great. great. They're doing really, really well. Yeah. They got little all, little ones now. A couple of them, right? Two little ones. One that's less little, like almost as
1: tall as Josh. Oh, my gosh. I know. And uh, that's Gabe. And then uh, then a, a much younger one. Um, but they're just the cutest kids. They didn't bring them to lunch, but uh, we got to see photos and hear all about them. Oh, of course. We, we wiped out a boat full of sushi uh, oh, together. Good.
0: good. That is the yeah. job of sushi lovers everywhere. Wipe out that boat. Yep. and eat that booger booger slide sink
1: that boat <laughs> sink that sushi no, boat no oysters
0: on this on this boat by oh phew, good you didn't you didn't ruin that friendship then just kidding no, oysters All right. and sushi oysters aren't sushi Yeah, but they don't. How would they go to. Do you think they go together at all? Like, would you want to have a meal that featured both sushi and oysters?
1: Oh, I would absolutely eat a meal that included both oysters and sushi, but you usually can't get oysters. Well, can you? I don't know. Can
0: you get oysters at a sushi restaurant?
1: I don't know if you can. I've never tried because I always think of them as like, nope, you go to a raw bar for oysters clams mussels crab that sort of thing and then you go to a sushi bar for sushi and the two just for whatever reason i I separate
0: i think you're right i think there are places that try to do everything for everyone but you don't want those oysters you probably don't
1: want those oysters yeah Yeah,
0: don't eat those oysters but do listen to the song brian's about to play because it's going to be great and we're all going to dance and smile and love each other
1: It is going to be great. Oh, this is. Uh, we haven't played Pomplemousse on this show in a long time. Uh, Birch, AKA The Lost Phantom, when he's here in chat, says, Hey, Scott and Brian, today is my 22nd birthday, and I thought it was finally time to get a song request in. I've been an avid listener to pretty much all of the Frog Pants shows since back when I was still in high school in 2015. And this is the first time i've ever written into any of them i appreciate all you guys do especially with the consistency of tms they make the bad days less bad and the good days even better my requested song is a cover of one of my favorite songs once in a lifetime uh the talking head song pomplamoose adds a very nice extra layer of insanity to an already insane sounding song thanks you guys signed birch nice nice So true uh and uh
0: cool name uh, this by the is, way birch is a cool birch? name yeah.
1: totally hey birch how you doing man uh, yeah yo, totally yo, yo cool.
0: birch oh that's cool birch, birch. yeah
1: yo birch <laughs> uh here's what's interesting about this cover it uh, it's one of the rare Pomplemou's songs, at least in my knowledge, that uh, not only features Natalie Dawn's vocals, she's in every single one of them, but also includes Jack Conti's vocals. And you usually don't hear him. He's doing all the instrumentation and he's
0: he's busy, you know, co-founding Patreon and all that stuff. Yeah, he's busy producing and making a giant company out of nothing. So and, yeah.
1: and doing like three other bands, Scary Pockets and all these other yeah, things. Like he's he's, he's, busy, he's all over boy. the damn place.
0: Uh, here are Pumple and their
1: cover of the Talking Heads once in a lifetime.
0: Sounds good. We'll be back, like we said, for the Playdate this weekend, back Monday with regular shows and lots of other stuff. So check the calendar. It's all good. And it's we'll see you then. part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com hold your water aggie